Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Indeed, yes, welcome to the program, Never Not Funny episode. As usual, I did not do, uh, did not ask before we started, but I'm going to say 2610? No. Nine. 11. 11. Yeah, 11. 2611. Never forget, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to remember that uh, come the uh, 26th uh, month of the and the 11th day of that year. Uh, now, listen, a couple of things happened before we got on the air today that I want to address. They're very, very pressing, very important. Um, and by that, I mean they're not at all. Um, we do, as we talked about, we do that clap before we start. So we sync up and uh, history's on against Matt on that. He generally uh, has a uh, he doesn't know where his hands are. They kind of miss. I've had some horrible uh, claps over the last eight weeks. Um, I really should uh, take some penicillin. Uh, or at least some clap classes. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to start uh, holding Zoom clap classes. If anybody wants to uh, sign up for those, I'm going to be doing those uh, uh, starting probably June 1st. You know, I got to get some paperwork together and get uh, the 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 uh, paperwork dotted and the lines chatted and mm-hmm. everybody's going to be uh, chitting and chatting. So uh, once that's all happening, uh, we're going to uh, put that to bed. And then on uh, June 2nd, I realized, why did I invest a million dollars in my clap classes when nobody signs up? I really think I've invested too much money in this. But uh, <laughs> uh, also, can somebody loan me a million dollars so I could do that? If somebody could do that. No, I can't. No. Uh, but what I will, what I will say uh, is uh, but then Matt Matt had a very solid clap today. That's what I was trying to get at. Thank you. Uh, but then Garen filled in the blank, uh, filled in the <laughs> void of the bad clap by uh, uh, by doing a very uh, flimsy clap. Garen, that was a flimsy clap today. I, I can only apologize. Well, and I accept it, Garen. Thank you for your time. Um, and then the other thing that happened prior to us coming on the air uh, is uh, air air air. Is I find it I find this interesting. Nobody else will, and because uh, it's not interesting at all. Um, I generally, and you guys know this. Uh, Matt uh, probably knows this uh, more than the rest of you. Uh, when I introduce myself to somebody in the real world, I always introduce myself as Jim to uh, whether it be a parent at uh, Oliver's school or you know, hey, I'm I'm Tony. Hey, I'm Jim. Nice to meet you. That's an example of uh, that exchange. Uh, so I find it very interesting that when we do the sync clap prior to this and we say our name. That I go with Jimmy. I find it weird that uh, that I uh, use the Jimmy here as opposed to the Jim. When I refer to myself as Jim, every second I'm alive, with the exception, of, I guess. Well, I guess it's, uh, I'm in the show. Uh, show, show. This mode. is the show. show. You're, that's your show name, and right. you are you're in. Uh, oh wow! Look, your shirt is doing some funky stuff. Oh, yeah. what do I? Do? Oh, should I change it? No, or stay low. No, stay it's, low? It's, it's, it'll, it'll be fine. But every once in a while, we just know that your your heart is full of table. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. I, are there two green? Oh, yeah, I got yellow and green. That's a mistake. My fault. I'm sorry. Uh, what I, I thought what I thought you were going to say, Matt, before that happened was uh, that I, I went out of frame. Here's what I think I need based on us. Uh, I think I need uh, one of those. Uh, you know, that stupid thing you put on your the, back that buzzes you when you're yeah, uh, the posture, posture helper. Trainer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, look, look at that. This is how I was doing the show. And then my, oh. even my back was like, hey, that's not comfortable. But nobody likes this. Nobody likes to sit like this. You're, whenever you see a guy sit with perfect posture at a, like a, 
at a theater or like on a bench. You go, look at that fucking weirdo. Like, there's yeah. nobody. That's the problem. Being like that was the problem I had as a kid is having good posture is nerdy. It's it's you look like a dork. So why and would you, you why would you do it? Uh, well, I, 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 for health reasons, but you know what, well, you, but societal mental health is just as important, Matt. Yeah. Do you want to be ostracized? And then you've got perfect <laughs> posture, but no friends. I mean, that doesn't sound great. When, now, listen, I don't know a lot about the English language. I think 15, almost 15 years of this show will prove that. Ostracized means when you uh, put your head in the sand, right? That's uh, what it means. It's, uh, <laughs> that's right. Play on the, uh, the ostracization mm-hmm. of the world. That's what, hey, that's what they're doing now. People are putting their head in the sand about this pandemic, Jim. I mean, our governor here wants people to walk around with masks, says one of my cousins. Now, listen, um, we, uh, yeah, uh-huh. uh huh. Wait, I was going to say something else. Uh, oh, what I wanted to do is. Um, uh, this will sound like a commercial for the platinum uh, level uh, membership, but it's not. Uh, but if you aren't aware, we are doing three shows over there. Um, well, this show, and then we do the the second show that we always do. We're doing a third show, the Isolation Files. We're calling that. It's a, a loosey goosey, uh, loosier than even this dumb fucking show. <laughs> um, <laughs> or not? Yeah. If you believe there's a way for that to happen, uh, we found it. <laughs> um, uh, but we play games and stuff over there, and it's just another way to spend another uh, sixty to ninety minutes with us, depending on uh, uh, what we're doing that day. But uh, what I wanted to bring out was uh, uh, I was not privy to this because I had to leave uh, uh, last week's recording of the Katie Lazarus episode early. You guys were still doing some back end stuff on that. And um, uh, I did see today that the um, that you guys included the uh, uh, that you did, in fact, include the video of uh, her us trying to tell her to uh, how to do that. And then uh, that great. I had tears in my eyes the way that anyway, if you're not a member uh, there's some bonus episode, uh, bonus uh, footage at the end of this week's 26J uh, that came out last night. That is, um, uh, I had tears in my eyes watching it over again, even though I was part of it. Yeah. And then when she couldn't take the photograph, <laughs> I mean, that was, and then Elliot, the way you edited that together, and you know, with that, and here's that photo was, uh, I don't, I'm paraphrasing whatever you know, little card you put up, but. Uh, but the whole reason I mean that, first of all, is hysterical that was and how great Katie is. She is just such a joy. Yes. Um, the um, the I was not again, I was not there for this. So I, I didn't know about this until I saw this. That moment where you guys are, are trying to explain to her how a phone works. Um, <laughs> and it was 7 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New York time. And she goes, oh, New York is happening. New York is happening. Do you guys want to hear it? And I literally I my eyes welled up. I got chills. Uh, what a. I, I wish there was a way, and I understand that uh, New York is every you know, tightly, uh, you, you know, more on top of each other. Um, but I wish there was a way that we did that everywhere. Like, it, you know, yeah, let, yeah. let's just let's just and, and by the way, let's do it on New York time. Uh, they're, they're the ones that started it everywhere in this country at, at 7 p.m. Eastern. We all clink bottles and stuff out the window. I, I think that would be uh, I know Italy did that. And it would, I think it'd be a neat way mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, show our neighbors that we're all still here and thinking of each other we're thinking of those frontliners and uh anyway i got i got a if if, if for no other reason spend uh what do you gotta spend 10 bucks to get that video uh, per month matt uh five five to get video yeah yeah jesus christ we're bad businessmen <laughs> let's bump that up to 10 uh you gotta spend five bucks a month for no other reason join just for this month to see that that literally that once i know you can see it on the news and stuff like that but there there just was something that was organic about her going oh it's happening yeah, and, yeah it, it was like completely i i had actually just listened to a, a different podcast that where that all like someone was talking about that phenomenon jimmy's gone 
Um, <laughs> I'm wiping my nose. I didn't think you guys had to see that. Oh, okay. Um, By the way, keep in mind, if you ever see that again, that's what's happening. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm wiping my nose. And, I, it, see, uh, the way it looked, it looked like you were cleaning your camera lens or something. Uh, oh, it did? Well, go ahead, Matt. I, you're, you're doing a very heartfelt thing about, about the, the thing. Oh, it does, doesn't it? The way that it comes in. Uh, yeah, yeah. A little, uh, uh, I'll find a cleaner, crisper way to do that. Go ahead. But yeah, so I had, I had just heard on a different podcast, uh, someone talking about, because they were in Brooklyn and uh, how at seven o'clock they, everybody cheers and clangs bottles and bangs on pans and all that stuff out the windows. And uh, so it was kind of in my mind, but then when it happened, it took like, it, because we were just talking to Katie, I wasn't thinking about like, you know, necessarily like what time it was or where she was and so yeah, it, it caught me completely off guard too, and uh, it was it's very cool. I you know they did try to do that in our neighborhood. Someone wrote on the in chalk on the sidewalk all over the place. Uh, hey, at, it was like it was a different time. It was like eight ten. Everybody go outside and cheer for the frontline workers. And uh, I have still yet to hear any of <laughs> the results of that attempt <laughs> because uh, it's too. I mean, I think maybe if people are doing it. You know, if you live in a suburban type neighborhood, it's things are a little too spread out to for that noise to actually yeah. amount to anything. But we all seem to find a way to do it at midnight on uh, the 31st going into uh, Jan 1, December 31st. We all, uh, we've all landed on that. We do it. Uh, but do, do you hear it? Oh, I hear it. I get the, the fireworks, the... I mean, that's I'm what being, it is. I'm, I'm sounding like I'm being sarcastic, but yeah, no. in my neighborhood, you hear... Yeah, you do you hear, hear all that. That's true. Uh, and by fireworks, I mean my neighbors fucking because they are hot when they do it, man. Wow. Are, you hear the fireworks next door. Fireworks should also be used to, to describe fighting that they uh, maybe the neighbors are fighting, but uh, seen no, seen or heard no evidence of that. I've never heard uh, fighting referred to as fireworks. Oh, oh, the fireworks happening. You know, there's fireworks happening over there. Uh, that the uh, there's uh, conflict and uh, you know between like certain. Uh, I remember they would say it a lot in uh, when I worked in the record business. Uh, between departments there's uh there's fireworks happening between hmm. promo and distribution like that sort of thing i would i mean uh, i would take that to mean that there's like a uh, chemistry like romantic chemistry is right i agree with but by, by the way there's a chance i heard that i heard one guy say it and he said it incorrectly <laughs> and i believed it for 30 something years following this one dumb fucks phrase forever hey as a reminder danielle i, I you know i what I, I at one point once said that if you back into a parking space you're an asshole because I saw one guy that did it once and he got on my fucking nerves. So I just assume anybody that backs into the parking space is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and generally, usually whenever I see a guy do that, it's, you know, it's with the Trans Am. It's, <laughs> yeah, it is charger. usually a, a muscle car. Yeah. Yeah, it's a muscle car. Whereas the guy, it's like, he, he's got a, somehow he's, like that makes you more of a man that you're able to back into his parking space. Uh, yeah. space and uh, it's a, Yeah, it's a combination of, hey, sh- look at me. I can I can do this. And also, hey, I got to fuck this girl and then get out of here quick. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. what it conveys to me is just like, I got to make a quick getaway from banging uh, this guy's wife. <laughs> You think that guy's cheating? Uh, he's got a, yeah, he's I got think a wife that's I think that's always what it is. If you see a car parked that way, it means someone's cheating. <laughs> someone knocking on the door, someone ringing a bell. That somebody is that guy, that woman's husband, and that guy's not happy with what he sees. Um, what? Uh, now I had to go to Target yesterday. Had to go do a uh, do a run, do a uh, uh, grocery run. You understand what I mean by that? You went to and, get groceries. Uh, yeah, thank you, Matt. <laughs> Um, and I know I think I brought it up on this show before, but I was discussing it yesterday with my dad. Uh, I get a kick out of this. This happens. I, this happens every single time I go to Target. Every single time that you know the line is, um, you know, maybe a hundred people deep, 
Um, and yeah, I think there, yesterday it seemed like they were letting less people in at a time because uh, it took a it was the shortest line I've ever joined uh, and it took the longest to get in. So I don't know if they're changing their uh, their ways or maybe the people shopping were just taking longer because, you know, they let one in for every one that leaves. Um, um, and so. Uh, my point is this there's always that person and i see i always and i somehow capper i happen to catch it from the car driving into the parking lot the car parking the husband and wife getting out of the car or whatever the couple is the uh, the two people getting out of the car walking directly to the front of the line assuming that that right. line does not apply to them mm-hmm. they go to the front of the line you see them go hey, what, what? and then you see you know you don't hear it because you're <laughs> too far away you have headphones on you you see, you see the act out, and then they look back at the line, and then every time they walk back to their car and leave. Like mm-hmm. it's never, it's never an option to join the line. It's never like somehow they think that they don't have to have to wait in that line. It's but it, I, I, I again, every time I've gone, I've seen it, and I've seen it from start to finish, mm-hmm. and it's a joy. It's. Uh, <laughs> If only there was an old man playing organ and holding up, uh, you know, uh, dialogue cards, it would be uh, a wonderful uh, silent film. I, I have to admit, I, I think I've been that guy. Not, I didn't react to it that way, but the first time I went to uh, Trader Joe's uh, after the quarantine started, there was a line outside, and I was, and and I like I I came from. The, the the line went up a side street and I came from the main street side. So I was just walking, walking and I got to the door. I was like, okay. And then, so I couldn't see the line. So again, I think that's fair, but when someone said, oh, there's a line. So I went, okay. And so I went and the line went down the side street. That's fine. So then the second time I went, I, I walk up, I'm like, I know about the line. It goes down the side street. So I walked to the end of the line uh, and then the the line went all the way to the like alley that goes back into the parking lot for Trader Joe's. So it's like, OK, here I get into the line. Oh, no, actually, the line keeps going almost an entire city block beyond the the alleyway. It's just that they had to leave the alleyway open, obviously, oh, for, for cars. Mm-hmm. So like two, twice in a row, I was like, so there's nothing I can fucking do not look like an <laughs> asshole here. Like next, <laughs> next time I'm going to go all the way to the end. They're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. We've moved the line to Magnolia for no reason. You have to wait over there now and then walk to here. So I just stopped going to Trader Joe's. I, I thought that was the best way to handle that. That makes the, that makes the most sense. I, I would also say, Matt, that in life, there's nothing you could do that you won't look like an asshole. So just, you know, that, that's just that's just know true. that when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, I it's hard to accept it but uh i guess i'd be a, a more contented person if i could just wrap my head oh around if you could just accept some things in your life you'd be happier i can guarantee it i can guarantee I actually it. Oh, ha- go ahead. I, I haven't been back, been back to that trader joe's partly because we've been getting groceries uh, just delivered but also uh one of the employees of that location tested positive for coronavirus and they had to close it for a day or maybe two to do like a super deep full clean. deep clean but do you want to go back to that place even after they've said they've done a full deep clean? I don't know. Wouldn't it be the safest to, to go back to that place? That's Maybe. one I mean, theory. But the other theory is nobody really knows how to fully clean a store because no one really knows. I don't know. I mean, I guess a certain amount of time passes and it's fine. But you don't know. I think, what I think if you waited seven days, you'd be OK. Right. That, yeah. that's, that's my thought. Yeah. Especially because they're paying attention and they're like, all right, we're going to do something. So even if even if their cleaning was meaningless. If you right. waited a week, you'd be... Then it would still be yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Elliot, when you went to Trader Joe's, did they talk about your uh, parting your hair on the side? Did that come up at all? Or <laughs> did, uh... They thought I was an employee, Jimmy. 
I can believe that. You know what? Yeah. I, I look. I was uh, texting with our friend Kyle Ryan, who uh, was very nice to us in the, with the press and stuff early on, and he's become a friend. Uh, that I heard that Home Depot, and this it speaks to what you were uh, they thought you were an employee. Home Depot, hmm. and maybe I maybe I got this information wrong, but if uh, if you are a full time employee at Home Depot, if you're working forty hours, you're getting paid for eighty. And oh wow! Wow. That, you know, basically double time, and uh, and if you're getting, I think if you're part time, you're getting time and a half. Like they're just they're taking care of their employees. At least that's, that's what I had heard, and I believe Costco is doing something similar. And uh, but I I was texting with with Kyle about it, the idea of. You, you know what what else am i doing during the week i mean i'm doing this show and obviously i have a, a business that i run and so on and so forth but i also thought like i can't find 40 hours i'm not sleeping i'm not doing anything would it be so hard to go oh the hammers are right over there you know probably take you over there and i walked <laughs> over to the hammers and make 80 bucks a, 80 hours a week of pay why what else am i doing and then he pointed out that the second somebody come up and go uh they say which of these nails are better for wood and which ones are better for uh, steel Good to see you. And then I, take my, I take my apron off and I walk out because I don't know anything other than I can walk into whatever you're asking for. Yeah, that's is. Uh, but there's part part of me just feels like it would be um, just a relief to, of the. I, I you know I know every job has stress, but show business, you know that's a stressful job in that you are told no nine times out of ten, maybe even more, maybe even nine and a half times out of ten, you're told no, mm-hmm. and you you go to auditions, you go to meetings, you try to create things you go you know luckily this podcast took off thank christ and i mean that sincerely and thank god i had good luck with conan o'brien and i've had great success i'm not denying that but with that comes a lot of stress and so there are times where i sometimes think like would it be so bad to just put on an orange fucking apron and just go you know what i start at nine i come home at five and i know what i'm doing and it's it's relaxing and it's comfortable well, if, if I may, Jimmy, over the course of the last 10 years or so, a couple of times I've had that thought and I have a little bit more flexibility and I can actually, you know, consider taking on those kind of jobs. And uh, there's uh, retail is not as easy as we think it is. Uh, as well, I, I worked retail for years. Yeah, but it's different now because mm-hmm. the expectations of individuals, I would say, are more than the pay justifies. So as an example, um I, I, I had gone to a training to deliver flowers. I thought I would deliver some, I would deliver flowers. Wouldn't that be a fine thing? I've got a car, you know, whatever. Hold but on. They Can I just there. quickly ask when this was? This was maybe five years ago. Okay. So in Wait, the, so we knew you during the yeah. tenure, during your tenure as a video producer of Never yeah. Not Funny, you were like, I'm going to be a flower delivery guy. I saw a thing. It seemed the the, the, the pay seemed okay. Uh-huh. But then I think I had to be there at six in the morning. Ooh. And then they had like there were all these the requirements that they had about how to conduct yourself, which there's, there's like I conduct myself as a as a decent person. You know, I figured that would be enough. But there were all these little things. And then like my other observation with retail is they're always trying to optimize the, how much they're spending. So you can't just like when we're doing our work, uh, you know, you choose when you do it and you want to take a nap or you want to make your lunch or whatever it is you do it. When you're on their schedule, you got to keep doing stuff. You're doing stuff all the time. And it, it isn't necessarily difficult. It's, it's a just, job. <laughs> I understand that. But it, it, in, in the retail environment, when I was uh, a, a teenager, um, it, it didn't seem like, like I worked for Subway Sandwiches. We were supposed to be doing stuff. But if you kind of were standing waiting for customers to come in, the owner didn't be like, they weren't like, you, you you have to be doing something every single second. Right. These days, they're very much on top of that. And it felt kind of stressful. 
Yeah. Well, I think what you're saying, what I've felt often is that I, uh, because of the work I do, I'm basically, uh, I, I can't, I, I, I'm not a, like, I can't be a person in the world anymore. Like I I basically, (laughs) it's like, it's like when you, you know, it's like when you take a wolf into your house and then like after a few years, the wolf is domesticated, but you put the wolf back in the woods, he's going to get killed because he doesn't know how to act out there anymore. I don't know how to, I don't know how to work a real job anymore. Like I couldn't do it if I had to. Uh, I know I would, uh, uh, look, here's the bottom line. I, I, I got to leave it early because I got to shift at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> just, all right. This, this was just a long winded thing for me to say that I've taken a job at Home Depot. But uh, and again, I, I, I would somehow somehow some part of me finds it relaxing. The concept of that is relaxing. But I also understand your point. I've had it very lucky in my retail that I worked at record stores. I, mm-hmm. I worked at places where, you know, it was, uh, you know, we listened to music. We had jobs to do, of course, and we did them. And uh, but at the end of the day, it wasn't it wasn't hard. Um, you know, is Home Depot, are they going to say, hey, Jim, can you help that guy? Because I'm Jim there. I'm not going to be Jimmy. You understand that. That's not right. show business. Yep. <laughs> uh, help that guy out with his wood. And uh, I, I'm going to go. Does that mean suck him off? Like, I'm, what does that mean? First of all, uh, second of all, uh, if they say, no, no, we're talking about that paneling, help him out with that. I can't help with that. I can't do anything. Yeah. I literally can do exactly what I just said. They can ask me where things are and I'll walk them to it. That's the extent of what I can do. The answer is obvious. You, you, the only place you could get a job is a record store because that's what you know about. That's Uh, it. That's what your expertise is. Or maybe how about an information desk? Like at the airport, you ever see those uh, people when they got, uh, you go to to Dallas and I got that straw hat on. They tell you, Oh, where's uh, uh, gate 17. It's right there uh, next to uh, 16. (laughs) <laughs> Here's i can do that too but don't you i mean i wonder this is something uh, i've thought about before too to me going to an airport is inherently stressful because travel is stressful do you think having a job at the airport even if it's the low stress job like that is is does that does that magically make that feeling go away or do you no. still get that feeling here's what i think matt because i think about it every single time i get on the uh that i get, go to the airport i think about when i see the like when I land in Chicago and I get on the shuttle bus to go to the uh, to the rental place or whatever yeah. I'm doing, I see an employee getting on somewhere, so they have to park off site. Right. They have to get on a shuttle. Yeah. Then the shuttle brings her to the airport. They got to go through the uh, the, the security, like uh, and then they got to go to whatever their job is. Yeah. The idea that if if there's a day where you're running late and you know you still have to do all four of those steps, mm. like there you can't just go shit. I'm running late. Park your car in front of the mall and run in right. and open it at ten o two and nobody knows the and nobody's the wiser. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, so, I'm going to say no. In fact, I would say working at the airport has to be more fucking stressful than flying. Yeah. That's my, that, I, I, yeah. No, no, that's that's what I was saying. I I, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So like th- that's that's the problem, because even if that even if all of what you said wasn't true, my personality is that if I'm around people who are stressed, I start feeling it and everybody ah. is, is stressed out at the airport. So like I would hate that would just be a toxic work environment just based on the level of just the the baseline level of stress that is happening in the building. So, yeah, I don't I don't want that at all. I think what you're describing, it's kind of like it reminds me of like I had a friend whose dad retired and then like got a job at Best Buy or something and yeah. uh, and loved it. And that it depends on where you are. Like if you live, I don't think Best Buy in Los Angeles would be fun, but if you just live in sort of like a sleepier part of the country and uh, you're 65 years old and uh, you just, you take 20 hours a week at Best Buy. Now you kind of, again, you kind of have to know what's, what's what at the Best Buy a little bit. Um, or they could maybe just put you in a, in a department that's easy to know about. Like, 
I don't know, appliances or something. But uh, I'll be a fucking greeter. Welcome to Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jim. Yeah, so like I, I could see that. I mean, I could see that being, uh, like you said, it's it's something to do and it's kind of, uh, it, I think what's fun about it is that it doesn't fucking matter. Like the, the my entire life when I was doing something, I was doing it because I had to, like doing a job because I had to do it or doing it because I was hoping that it would lead to the thing that I wanted to be doing. And I would love the idea of a job where it's like, this doesn't fucking matter at all. Right. Uh, I'm just doing it because it's something it's it's uh, it's kind of fun to interact with other people. That would, that's, that would kind of, nice. that's kind of what I uh, the way I see it. Like, it's fun to interact with other people that would that like if that if that part of it would be uh, welcoming to me, uh, welcoming to me. That's a horrible sentence. Mm. But what I've been saying for 20 years is that, like when I retire, I can see easily being the guy in the back of the tram at Disneyland reminding you what uh, lot you're in. <laughs> like you know hey welcome to the tram everybody we take it off in two seconds don't forget you're in goofy you're parked in goofy uh it's gonna be about a five minute ride until we get to the park and uh, you can exit off the right side uh everybody scooch in now guys everybody in let's see if we can how many we can get in those rows like and then do that 400 times a day all right see you tomorrow don and then if Don goes, hey, you know what, Jim? You're being a little too sarcastic. How's this sound, Don? Go fuck yourself. I didn't know you back. <laughs> to your point, Matt, like if yeah. you're doing it because you just wanted to have something to do, you don't care. You don't stress. That sounds too repetitive. I don't like that job. I, I, I think oh, that, I love it. And because everybody would annoy me like every. Oh, there's no every agree. guy who's like trying to load a double stroller into a full <laughs> tram. You know, oh, it's like there's everybody. There's no there's not even a seat for the guy, but he thinks he can get his entire family and a stroller into it. Right. I, I don't like uh, that guy. You know what, though? I, I, I part of me w- welcomes that even like just having fun with the guy. Uh, there we go. We got a double stroller on uh, car four there. So uh, we, we take it off as soon as that guy realizes he can't fit that thing in there. Uh, now, assuming, you know, I'm allowed to say that. I don't know anything about this job. There's no way Disney uh, wants you saying that shit. Maybe at like Six Flags, which I don't even know if they have a, a, tr- a tram like that. I don't know if they no, do. You're right. I don't know if they do. But you know what? Po- uh, post uh, post COVID, I think Disney's going to be a little, a little more uh, relaxed, a little more friendly. They're, they're not going to want to piss people off. So they're going to they're going to welcome a guy like me at the back of that tram. In fact, I'm going to apply now. God, I hope the Home, people, home Depot people are okay if I leave that job. But now uh, you have a commute. Now you have a 40-minute a, a commute to Anaheim every day. That sounds terrible. Oh, minimum 40. Yeah, minimum yeah. 40. Remember so, last yeah. week we talked about me going down to Portillo's? That, would that come up on the air here? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And, okay, yeah, that's right, because Garen went to Sonic. Uh, I, I was like, you know what? I'm doing that. And then I looked at the, the map, and it was going to take me 42 minutes. Uh, that's on a day where nobody's supposed to be in their car. Right. And it's like, you know what? Not driving 42 minutes for a fucking sandwich. At least not that day. I can't Where's say Portillo's? I, I think it's between none of in your business. You, have you ever been to that restaurant? Right on the corner. <laughs> uh, it's in Buena Park. Oh, okay. Is that the name of it? Yeah. That, that's situation? a place. Uh, you know, it's right near Knott's Berry Farm. It's right okay. near that. Uh, yeah, and, I gotcha. Um, I swear to God, I've gotten down there once in like 20 something minutes, but I think I think I made that up. How late are they so, open? If you went at like 11, it would be quick. I don't want a sandwich at 11 at night. Why not? It's fun. <laughs> uh, late night I snack. I don't know. I don't need that. Right? Is that something I need? So so I have a question because I was thinking about, you know, you're talking about Anaheim and so forth. And, and I've taken the train down there. But obviously, we're not really doing that now. How How long is public transportation going to be able to survive when with this? Like, let's say let's say we have six months of... Some people are still kind of uh, a little concerned, even though they might be allowed, that sort of thing. Like, how, how long are we going to be able to support public transportation when there's nobody using it? 
or hardly any any people using it. My opinion is of this uh, nature, uh, Elliot. Uh, the uh, <laughs> you are having a lot of trouble talking today. <laughs> I, Dude, I, I'm trying Dude. not to call you out. Come but on, what is going it's, on? <laughs> it's a disaster. I don't disagree. You know what I think it is. Uh, I, I'm enjoying a delicious Celsius. No, oh, no, no, Jimmy, Jimmy, no. Why? I think, I think that's what I, I've taken two sips of it. To be honest with you, I, I did it. I really <laughs> just bought. Here I saw go. this at Target, and I bought. Eh, cheers to you, Garen Celsius, buddy. Um, <laughs> I bought it for. I, I spent two dollars for a one-second joke. Yeah, admittedly, nice. yeah. And so, as soon as the break happens, I'm going to go run and get my Coke Zero, like I always have. Uh, I don't dislike this. Uh, but I know that there's going to be problems with it. I know that there's uh, yeah. uh, going to. Oh. Mm. We're going to we're going to have heavy duty Jimmy in the players club. Here is uh, what I was going to say, Elliot, uh, is um, I'm of the opinion that the um, if you want people to get off the freeways and highways and byways anyway to uh, and, and uh, Los Angeles is making all of this public transit, you know, uh, the subway yeah. they're building under Wilshire the train that goes near all the, you know, the near my house and so on and so forth. Uh, I think all that should be free anyway. I think buses and trains should be free yeah. and it should be government supported. Um, and uh, as dumb as this sounds, I don't give a shit. Make, make the 405 a tollway. Make me mm. pay to be on the highway and let me take the train for free and flip it the other way because you're trying to get people <coughs> to use the train but why would I leave my car and spend money to go where I'm going? Yeah. Yes, I get there faster. Yeah. Yes, there's a little less hassle. But why charge me? So that so I think it should be supported that way anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That said, Elliot, I think people still need to get to their jobs that don't have cars, that don't have. Right. Well, uh, that's that, I assume those are the people who are currently using it. Yeah. But but, you know, a lot of them, as I understand it, uh, the minimum wage jobs, hourly jobs are the ones that are they're most likely to have been let go and, and that sort of thing. Right. So so the rest of us, I mean, I'm not going to go on a train until January. I would do. I would do it immediately. It's magic. There's something about it that's magic. <laughs> uh, it, along those lines, I was thinking about this, like the clothing stores. Mm. You know, I think that's going to be like, you know, at least for a guy with my sizes, you know, which is, you know, I'm not going to be comfortable trying clothing on. That's, uh, yeah. you know, hey, here's a pair of pants. You don't know if the last guy had the, uh, he's got the 19. You don't know if the, you don't know if you have it for Christ's sake. For Christ's right. sake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, they're, but we're, stage two involves you can go to those stores now and they can bring it out, bring stuff out to you, right? That is, you know, we talked about that with my dad yesterday. We did a nice mm-hmm. Zoom with my dad. We, uh, believe it or not, we played bingo uh, over the Zoom. Mm-hmm. My, my family has a love of bingo. My, the Italian side of my family. My grandmother used to, host, at every family function, my grandma would go, it's time for bingo. <laughs> and we'd play bingo. And, you know, if you won the bingo, you got a dollar or, you know, whatever it was. And mm-hmm. it was one of those things that it was, it was great fun. And then you get to a certain age where a dollar maybe isn't as important anymore. So you're not, <laughs> you know, you're still playing because grandma likes it. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, my dad is now of the age where it's time for bingo. Like if we were all together, he would have, he'd be saying it. And he's like, hey, do you guys want to play bingo via Zoom? And we did yesterday and it was a lot of fun, truth be told. Uh, but we were talking about, um, and more importantly, bingo is just an excuse to have the conversation, you know, with people, you know, you're just talking and communicating and interacting with human beings. Right. And, you know, there's a little, just a little bit of structure to keep you, keep you there. Um, but we were talking about, you know, the difference between Illinois and, and, and California. They're not that different at the moment, but about that, the, about the curbside pickup, like how does that work? You know, how does, you know, if, uh, you know, I understand it with restaurants, but is it like if I want to buy something from Dick's Sporting Goods, Matt, and you've obviously done more research on this than I have. No, I haven't. Do I order it? Uh, so, Matt, uh, since you're you're the guy that brought this up, obviously, you're the guy that's done the research on this. 
Um, uh, you know what? I, what I know is what you told me on last week's episode about what stage two is. <laughs> That's exactly as much as I know. So I'm curious, though. What, is, what does that mean? If I need to buy, like, for instance, the, the golf courses are opening here, mm-hmm, uh, but mm-hmm. you can't take a cart. You have to walk. Right. And. Uh, I have uh, said many, many times that if there's ever a sport that you could be isolated, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Go out, walk, stay six feet from somebody. You don't have to touch the pin. You don't have to do anything. You're by yourself, basically. And you yell to your buddy, how you doing? And then you're done. So, uh, but I can't carry my clubs. My back won't allow it. My shoulder won't allow it. So I would have to get a a pull cart because mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to use one that's at the golf course because, you know, who knows who's touched that. So, uh, so do I call dicks and say, get it ready, I'm coming? Do I order it online like we're doing with food and they bring yeah. it to the curb? How does that work? Hold on. Let me ask my my source on this. So the, okay. what you're saying is how do you how do you pick up something from Dick's Sporting Goods? Yes. OK, let me ask him. The, this is the guy that I go to for all this stuff. He explained okay. to me last week what stage okay. two is. Uh, hey, uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, if I wanted to buy something from Dick's Sporting Goods, how does that work? Okay. Do I just call ahead? Do I go and they just bring it out? Or do I, is there someone outside? How does it work? You know what? Let me go to my source on this. Okay. Uh, because I, I first heard about this stage two from another guy. And that is our friend Garen Cockerell. So maybe Garen has some information on how this works. Elliot? <laughs> <laughs> maybe our guest knows. Is our guest waiting, Matt? No. Okay, so uh, he doesn't know. But, but, uh, maybe, maybe Karen, you've know, got the internet. You're, you're. I'm actually. I'm looking up right now. Uh, it says order anytime with curbside contactless pickup. Who does Dick Sporting Good? Yeah, and I'm going to click learn more. All right, let's learn more. How it works: buy online. Uh, go to the product details page. Set your store and select contactless curbside pickup. And that's it. And then you so bring you order it, it online, and then you go pick it up. All right, so it's a piece of cake. So yeah, uh, just like Target. You know, now that said, by the way, uh, I've been asked to go golfing many times. My friend Steve has asked me to uh, to join him. Uh, he's been going a few times a week. He says uh, I'm not comfortable doing it yet. My dad's even gone. My dad, who's 77 years old and really should not leave the fucking house, hmm. uh, has gone golfing. And uh, the structure he said at his golf course is very it's very structured, uh, so that you don't you don't even see another human being really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still not I'm not uh, I'm not 100 comfortable doing it. But uh, I don't blame you. Uh, but if I do it, I got to get this uh, this cart. Somebody how, how is that different from just ordering it online and having it shipped to you? Can Dick's uh, does Dick's deliver? And is there a, ch- a delivery charge? Uh, because Amazon at this point is they're begging you don't use this for anything but you know the mm. the essentials. And if you do order something, at least my experience has been um, it takes you know uh, it's a long wait. It, it take, it's a long wait, right? Yeah. Um, Garen, your thoughts? Uh, well, I mean. Dix has a website just like, you know, anybody else. You can order from there. That's the, there's the insight but. we're looking for from Garen Cockerell. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, hey, you know, Dix has a website. Why don't you fucking go to it, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> that would be, uh, that, that'd be that Celsius talking. That would be uh, Garen. That's not the Garen. That's not the laid back sloth we know. That would be the, the Celsius sloth. Yeah. So uh, to me, this is interesting. Celsius. I'm looking up, I'm looking at Big Five, which is the Southern California uh, yeah, that based. might be. That's a good one to check because they're not a national brand, right? I don't think so. But so it's interesting. A lot of them are closed, and it makes me wonder for the ones that are listed as open, whether they actually are open or they just didn't update the, their the website. Because when you look at the when you look at the instructions that the website has, it doesn't say anything about curbside pickup. It just says that they ask people to stay six feet away from each other, much like we do at the grocery store. Um, interesting uh, but, yeah, but you're right maybe that's just not uh, 
because they, retail is not open. They just said that the sporting goods stores were listed as a place that uh, you can get curbside. Right. At least so, here in California, which is yeah. this is well, a good conversation for somebody the, in Arkansas. They're like the Orange County stores. So is, isn't Orange County like open? No, because there's one here in Santa Monica that's listed as open. Oh. Although Santa Monica is its own city, so they might have a different rule. Uh, I, by the way, I... Uh, Crenshaw. I have stocks in Dick's Sporting Goods, so if we can go to Dick's over Big Five, that'd be great. If we can go to... Uh, by the way, I, I invested in Dick's, and I, 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 I believe the very next day uh, that stock went down. And by the way, when I say invest in stocks, not a lot of money. I, 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 it, it's, it's enough where I can say I have stocks, but it's not enough to, for me to say, uh, you know, I invest. <laughs> I don't I don't invest right. in any way, shape, or form. Although I will tell you this, I put money in American Airlines. It was at the lowest it's been in ages. I put money into American Airlines two days before this fucking thing happened. Oh, no. And so I am, uh, the very little money I put in is uh, basically zero. Mm-hmm. Like, it, uh, it Yikes. I, I can't believe. Well, that'll come bet. back after this is all over with, though, I'm sure. Mm. I hope so. I mean, I, you know what, to your point, though, Gary, once there's a fact, we're going to fly again. People, we're going to have to fly yeah. again. We're mm-hmm. going to have to go places again. Like, we cannot, we're not going to live like this the rest of our lives. Right. Oh, boy. Right? Are we? Are we? I don't know. I don't know. It's time to invest in RVs. <laughs> oh, the recreational vehicle. Talk to my buddy, Marcus Lamonis. He's in the RV game. Is he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was giving uh, he was giving campers away last week. He's uh, oh wow. wow, he's doing some crazy stuff online. Uh, if you if you could tell him, hey, tell me why you think you deserve to win a camper. And I'm going to be honest, there's not a lot of people partic- like there's not so many people participating that you couldn't mm-hmm. write a, a great thing and win a camper. Well, because that I talked to my mom yesterday on, on Mother's Day, and and she was saying, you know, she's she was, I think since this started. Ha- there were two trips. She had two different trips scheduled to come visit us uh, that were canceled. One like in March and the other one that was not yet, but later this month in May. And she was like, I don't, she's like, I, if, if this goes on, you know, into the fall, she's like, I'm, I'm thinking about getting an RV and just driving out to see you guys. And she was kidding, but it was like, uh, and, and my, like our big thing is always like, well, you still have to stop and use the bathroom, right? Uh, you have one of those really big ones that has its own bathroom, but then you have to deal with that. Even that, that. yeah, that's, I've always thought, I thought the rule with that one is this, you never go number two in one of those things that, uh, if I can quote, uh, one of those, uh, VH one shows about touring or something early on, uh, they told the band when they got on the, the opening band was sharing the band or whatever. And they went, uh, no heat on the, uh, no heat on the bus. And the guy goes, oh, we go, you mean don't get high? He goes, you don't take a shit. And, but, <laughs> but they bleeped it. And, and it was like, I had never, I had never heard there's no heat on the I've buzz. I've never heard no. that phrase. I wouldn't have and, understood uh, that. But I liked it. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I'm with you, man. There's, you know, there's not a day that goes by, by the way. And I know this is insane. That uh, when I first moved here and Paul Gilmartin uh, went with me to look at some apartments mm-hmm. uh, and he used the bathroom at one of the ones we looked at <laughs> and walked out and said, I wouldn't go in there if I were you. And we all thought he was joking and then realized <laughs> as the odor hit us, he wasn't joking. Oh, wow. You don't use the fucking bathroom of an apartment you're looking at. <laughs> That's insane. You right? got to go. You got to go, man. I understand that. But come on, man. You don't. You go. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy, you, you got to excuse me. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you back or you got to do something. You can't do that. that you is- can't. Wait, wait a minute. So you went to look at an apartment. Mm-hmm. Was this occupied or was it empty? This was an occupied. Okay. 
Uh, the, like you're, the you're wondering about the TP situation. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, if you're yeah. looking at an empty apartment, how? We were, in me. fact, for full disclosure, at that point, we were in the landlord's apartment because I was signing the uh, the, uh, the the uh, the lease or whatever. What do you call? Oh, it? so the it was yours. Wait, so he he took a no, shit no, in your no, apartment. No, we, we, no, we <laughs> oh, were the application. In, no, we were in the landlord's apartment. Oh God, that's even worse. Yes, he did it. He did it in the landlord's apartment while we were. I was signing the uh-huh. the uh, the, the uh, <laughs> agreement to. And you to move stayed in. at that apartment. It was the one. Uh, 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 it was the one that we qualified for. Uh, there were some apartments that uh, we did not qualify for. That was the one that we qualified for. But My, I did not have good credit when I moved to Los Angeles. I. I, I same with me but i feel like that what he did would have disqualified you from that apartment <laughs> dude i i don't know how that landlord didn't go what the fuck are you doing <laughs> this guy's never visiting you right because he's just destroyed the building like it was yeah it wasn't even him it wasn't like i guess that's you know if it was he if he was the one uh, signing a lease or, or applying to the apartment maybe he wouldn't have done it but the fact that it wasn't that to me like that's makes it even worse he's like i'm just gonna shit in this guy's apartment and he'll never see me again it was, I, 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 again, there's not a day that goes by. I don't think about it because that's insane, right? We can agree that's insane. Yes. Yeah. But and, and again, I'm able to say, like, usually on a story like this, I would go, I had a friend. But I think if I said the fact that I, if I told the story with Paul on the show, he would laugh. He yes. would go, he would go, I don't remember that. And then he would lean back and just, I'm an ass. Like he would, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he would get a kick out of that. Yep. Uh, so that, uh uh what was the point of that no oh rv hey that's a great idea by the way i should talk to my dad about that because my dad does enjoy seeing the world but how much of the world are you seeing if you can't really well you could still stop at places and pull off the road and look at stuff i mean that's kind of the yeah obviously yeah yeah, you can't you don't want to go to places where there's going to be a lot of people but uh, there's a lot of empty space out there. I don't know if you, you've driven, you've done that drive, Chicago to LA. There's a just I, a whole lot of nothing. Oh boy, yeah. it is. Uh, I've done every one. I've done the southern route. I've done the northern route. Did the Have southern been- route uh, where there was a, 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 a bizarre snowstorm in Scottsdale, Arizona. So I had to stay in the worst hotel in the world. I was, but I was grateful to have it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I took the southern route because it was uh, winter time, and uh, you know, uh, was advised against going the, the northern route because you got to go through Denver for the northern route. Denver or some, somewhere in Colorado, you got to yeah. go through. And that's that's scary, man. That those little roads along the Rockies there and in Denver, those are scary in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what would you, you would say, be doing. Jimmy, that you've been everywhere man <laughs> yeah i've been everywhere man. hey that's isn't that mojo nixon who i shit on about uh, well, a year and a half ago on this show johnny cash did a version of it i don't know who the original yeah, it's an old was. song oh you're right I, I again i think i made the same mistake that time too <laughs> where i was thinking i was singing mojo nixon but i was singing johnny cash my apologies which which it, oh, it, it's a very famous uh i can't pull the name but there's it's a very famous country uh like 1930s 1940s 1950s somewhere in their country artist who was the original one um, I I don't know the answer to that. I keep wanting to say shirts. Walt Whitman. Yeah, it's Walt Whitman. You mean the the poet? Is Walt I, Whitman is he a poet? What is Walt? Yeah, Whitman? yeah Walt Whitman's a, a yeah yeah. Jeff Mack, Hank Snow. Yeah, it's Hank Snow. Okay, Lucky Star. No, it's not Lucky Star. It's yeah. Hank Snow. Karen, just accept that I beat you at your own job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it. Hey, let me. Oh, this uh, is Australia. Sir, 
Serious question right. on this uh, topic. What, what does an RV cost? If you want a, a decent-sized RV. I will tell you this. <laughs> when lot. I was looking at the electric cars, some of the places that I was looking at also sold the big buses. Yep. And if you got like a, a 2005 or a 2008, one of those big bus RVs, that was only like 60 or 70 grand. Really? Which so, you would get not... the, so you would sell your house. Yeah. And then you would basically just spend 70 grand on that thing. You'd, and then you live in that. You live out the rest of your years in that. And you go around yeah. the country. You see great things. You occasionally go visit your son. So on and so forth. I thought that was minimum so. 100 grand. It's like just for like a basic. I one. thought so, too. But I mean, look, I'm just saying what I saw was when I was looking around. There might be it might be that it had some feature that I, I didn't realize. But this looked like a bus. Yeah. It was yeah. The nice like the nice looking right. glossy ones. So it seemed to me that if that's 60 grand, it can't be much more than that for, and they're reused. So that's why. Anybody used RV. I I only, I buy new or I don't buy it all. That's how I I ruin my life. COVID is inside those used RVs. Exactly. I don't need COVID-18. COVID-18 is no problem. Oh yeah, you're right. 18. I welcome Take a little Robitussin and you're all set. Um, Here we go. Here's, here's this song. Okay. It's the original. I was told to not Trying to adjust the point. This could be 50 years old, or this could be Yeah. This does not sound at all like the Johnny Cash one, which is, I think, the one we all know. I've traveled every road in this here land. Every oh, there we go. Man, I've been everywhere, man. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back. Our guest will be with us uh, when we come back, and uh, we'll do that right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other... Are you, are you at the... Wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. 
That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these these are people that, uh, you you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. These are not professional broadcasters. We are. They they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. (laughs) Uh, Hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. (laughs) Right. That's when you go on and on about Shopify, you you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about and then people would say, well, why why is he talking about POS? Like what? Yeah. They didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh, the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if we, illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, episode 2611. Never forget. And now, listen, we're coming in hot. We took a break there. It seemed to go well. Elliot went and got some crunchy snack uh, that uh, you will need to mute yourself if you continue eating that because I've never heard a crispier, uh, whatever you're having, a cracker, a pizza. What is that? A cheese bread? What are you having? He's muted. And why are you having? It's a, an English muffin. What, is that a drawing of an English muffin? That you, is, like a, is that a puzzle piece of an English muffin? That butter was on there perfectly. And it was like a perfectly circular muffin, too. Like, everything about it looked oh. fake. Yeah, that's a, that's a legit... Yeah, uh, that, that, that looks like a, a commercial for Pepperidge Farm. Uh, <laughs> I remember 9-11. Uh, all right, let's bring our guest into the mix here. He's patiently uh, tolerating uh, 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 Thomas's talk. Uh, it's our great friend John Hamm. Hello, John. Hi guys. Hello, weird character voice. What? Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what's happening behind you immediately. Uh, that is some sort of a baseball bat with a St. Louis Cardinal 
thing. Now, is that a bat that you used, or is it a Lou Brock collectible? What do that you have a, behind you? It is a Stan Musial. Oh, wow. Adirondack bat, and then a base signed by Stan the Man himself. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Were gifts given to me that I put in a little uh, display, and uh, yeah, Stan the Man. Were they Called- given to you by the Musial family, or uh, somebody uh, got them for uh, you? A mutual Cardinal fr- uh, fan friend of mine from Missouri uh, had... Uh, the base and I had done a favor for his family or something. And, and in the mail, this base showed up and I was like, well, that's really cool. And I had gotten a, a bat from another uh, friend who, who gave it to me as a thank you for something. And I thought these go together Yeah, and together. I went them. Well, they, it, it's a, a nice collectible. I don't, I've got my autograph baseballs are up there. I, they're not behind me, but they are up there. And I, I'll walk it through. I have John, I've got uh, I've got two Frank Thomas baseballs. I insist on having Big two hurts. of those up there. That's right. Number 35. I've got a Bo Jackson baseball up there. Sure. He was a white sock. I've got a Paul Canerco. Oh, man. Another great one. I've got a Hank Aaron. Not a white sock. I've got an Ernie Banks. Also not a white sock. And I've got a Mickey Mantle. Wow. Those last three were uh, when I first started dating Danielle and my, you know, my father-in-law, Walter, is a huge collector of uh, various things. And I want to say he might have had doubles or triples of those three guys. And he went, uh, hey, you like baseball? You want a Hank Aaron signed ball? And uh, I felt very guilty taking it. And then he's like, I got others. You're fine. And then... (laughs) And then the next year, uh, this like means around, nothing to me. Exactly. That's how you take this. It's cluttering up my house. And then the next year was, uh, hey, happy birthday. Here's a Mickey Mantle signed baseball. And then, wow. hey, you're a White Sox fan, but you, uh, you, you, you like Ernie Banks, right? And I go, sure. He goes, here. I, and I think he literally said, I've got two and handed me an Ernie Banks baseball. Let's play two. Mr. Yeah. Cub. So uh, that's where those came from. The Paul Canerco came because my mother-in-law, Judy, does theater with Peter Canerco, Paul's brother. So uh, what does he, Pete Canerco do in the theater? Is he an actor? He's an actor. And uh, I, I don't Any know. Good? Uh, I've seen him in a play. He's fine. I mean, this, okay. uh, this theater company, Company of Note here in Los Angeles, they, uh, which I, our friend uh, with them. Kirsten Vangsnest is uh, uh, part of that. She's, of course, Garcia on um, Criminal Minds. Uh, of course. She is part of that. And uh, as is Alfred Molina, he's part of it as well. Freddie Moe. So good people. My point is this. Peter Canoco is not going to be there, uh, even if he's the worst of the bunch. And I'm not suggesting he is. Uh, they've only got good people over there. That sounds like it. So uh, but one of those uh, that it seems like uh, didn't go. You're looking for your help, John? Look for your staff. I, I've, I've, I actually have a few signed balls myself. And I was going to see if I could uh, I could uh, bring read them from. Yeah. Bring us over there. Right, we're going to get so we're going to get a tour of John Ham's office. He's uh, Ooh, well, there he's got a skateboard behind him, just like Matt Belknap does. Stan, Stan the man. <laughs> you, right, you know how Stan John Hamm likes to shred. So oh. <laughs> I just shred pretty much. <laughs> That's a Tony Hawk. Is that a did Tony Hawk give you that skateboard? Ozzy Smith. Uh, and yes, by the way, he did. Anything. Did he really? Hey, yeah. and John, go back. Uh, uh, is Stan usually your favorite player or, or is Ozzy Smith or uh, you go Lou Brock? Uh, all of those, I would say. I think because my generation was. Uh, uh, Thanks, John. That's crazy. What did What did you do with Tony Hawk? I did his podcast. <laughs> oh shit! We got to give you a skateboard now. Is that uh, we got to do? You've been coming on this. I get paid. I get paid in decks. Oh, here we'll give me. We'll give you this one. We're have this one. <laughs> oh my God, that's nightmare fuel right there. <laughs> well, you're welcome to it. Uh, thanks. I'm right. Thanks, John. Uh, uh, Ozzy Smith, I would say, is probably my favorite Cardinal player because I 
came of age in the 80s and he was sort of the the uh prime uh it was ozzy smith and, and lonnie smith and willie mcgee and and uh those guys from the 80s when we won the first of uh the world series we were in in 1982 against the brewers which during lockdown they actually showed the all the home games from that series on mlb channel and i'd never seen them on uh, I was at game one and game seven, which were both in Bush Stadium. Uh, we lost game one like 10 to one, and then we won game seven in a thrilling comeback fashion. With Bruce Souter pitching the final, I think six outs, six out save. Oh, two inning save. Doesn't happen very often. Who was the no. big reliever for the White Sox? In Thigpen. What, Thigpen. Bobby Thigpen, yeah. Yeah, he was like uh, a big, big uh, fireballer. His uh, his record has since been ball? crushed. I do have a thick pen ball, uh, just not up on the. I've only got the room for so many up here. Uh, I get it. But uh, I did have to tell. I will tell you. I took down my. Um, uh, hey, speaking of which, where is it? I have a uh, Justin Verlander, uh, but I took down the Kurt Schilling once he went fucking nuts, and I just wasn't comfortable having a Kurt Schilling ball up on my wall. Um, I also took down my Ted Nugent uh, signed uh, CD cover. Uh, Both of those have no place in this house. No place. Not a free for all. It's not a free for all. How great's that song, though? I just talked about this with somebody else. He's got five fucking great songs that are so great that you hate. He's the one guy that I literally, I I do have trouble separating art from the artist. I just, his. The Motor City Madman. Motor City Mad House. John, do you still get a charge out of and because because uh, you do this on a regular basis now where you play in like the celebrity all star game? Do you uh, I, I would imagine your first time doing that was a thrill. Do you still get a, a charge out of it? Uh, they don't ask. They don't really ask me to do that as much. And I think like I'm OK with that because I had two or three experiences on those where I literally like I played third base in the celebrity all-star softball thing next to Ozzy Smith playing shortstop. (laughs) So I also like playing third base on a, in a softball game is like standing in front of a firing line. Uh You're playing against ex pros, right? Who can hit the ball very hard (laughs) swinging, you know, aluminum bats at you. Yeah. So I'm basically playing shallow left. Uh, but I did make a couple of good plays and uh one was like a short hop backhand stop and then i threw across the diamond to mike piazza who to his great credit did a full stretch yeah at first base to get this person out and ozzy smith i looked over as that ball came around the horn and he was just laughing he goes your eyes were so closed on that <laughs> and i was like well I so <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right <my> place <laughs> Ball came off at like 300 miles an hour. Yeah. Why would they put you, uh, actor with a beautiful face? He can't risk his moneymaker. Why would they put you at the hot corner as opposed to second base or even the outfield? Well, because Billy Bob Thornton was locking down second base. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Now, yeah, he can't play third because if the ball hits him in the neck, that uh, that blood necklace shatters. (laughs) And then you don't know what's happening. And it's COVID-20. Uh, you think he, I think there's no doubt in my mind, Billy, I've got the 19. There's no doubt in my mind. If he's not even patient zero. Yeah. I would suggest that, uh, that if he does have it, it ain't going anywhere with him. That guy survived a hell of a lot worse. You know what? You bring up a good point. Has anybody, by the way, you, uh, Elliot, you asked this, uh, 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 
uh, last uh, the other night uh, via text and uh, nobody ever responded to you because we all know that of course then a 19 paragraph text is coming uh, but uh, he's long winded John in his, uh, in his writings hear you Jimmy uh, he can hear you what? No, no. If I do this, Elliot can't hear me. This oh, is, uh, oh, Matt okay. told me if I do this, Elliot can't hear me. So it's perfect. Yeah, yeah I don't think that works. He's got a no, special no, Matt microphone. Told, Matt told me, though. He's the producer. He, he, he told okay. me. Yeah. Matt's the producer. He told you that. He read your he lips, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> he can't. He can't. He's no, very no, good at reading lips. He can see right through that. Is the green yeah, screen? You guys can see past my hand with the green screen? Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. There's a mirror behind you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what if there Elliot, was a mirror behind you and it just showed that you had were wearing no pants? Uh, that'd be a low. That'd be a low uh, mirror. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Or a long mirror. Or, or no, not not in my case. Hey, uh, no, come on. You you a compact Don't mirror for blue. mine. <laughs> so all I do is work blue. I, I don't know how to uh, make a joke anymore if a cock's not involved. <laughs> um, but uh, the COVID's That's got not, me. One hard. of my favorite words ever to say in a Midwestern accent. Cock. Cock. Add a cock. Look at this cock. <laughs> Look at, uh, remember that guy in the Cubs, Jim Pete Lecoq? That's a hell of a name to have. You're playing baseball, huh, Jim? Hey, here's something. That's Peter Marshall's kid. No fucking kidding. Obvious trivia. Uh, Elliot asked. Uh, to, to who? <laughs> to who? <laughs> Make up a good point. Uh, Elliot asked if, uh, that he, uh, if we were aware that anybody can get tested now for the COVID-19. Uh, for free. In Los and, Angeles. In Los Angeles. And just that day, Elliot, uh, my family uh, got in the car and went and did it. Uh, Where'd you okay. go, Jim? We went to the Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Mall. Uh, okay. where, you know, you sign up online. They ask you, uh, do you have symptoms or do you not? And, and not having them is just as helpful uh, to keep track of who has and who doesn't. Uh, even did, if our president any, doesn't uh, understand any, that. Uh, results? I have not gotten results yet. Uh, How do they give you the results? Do they email them to you? Or they email they them to call? you. Hmm. Uh, so we signed up for a four o'clock on Thursday of last week. Oh, and wow. um, we got there at four o'clock. There's a line of maybe 50 cars, maybe even more. Uh, but it went fairly and they go quickly. car to car. They come, they give you a finger prick, and then that's a, that's nope. a wrap. Here's what you do. Uh, yeah. You wait in line, and then you get up to the front, and one guy yells at you, leave your window up! Leave your window up! <laughs> uh, because somebody didn't read the signs uh, 4,000 times to tell you to leave your window up. Uh, that guy was me. So, uh, you low, I lowered the window. And then I also couldn't stop the window halfway down, which is, uh, I had trouble doing that. Fair enough. So he said, uh, so then they, they check you in with your confirmation numbers because you go online and you have a time slot to arrive. And then uh, you pull up and then they hand you with one of those old people things. Uh, where, like a you know, gripper? Like, a, like a gripper. They hand you the uh, the kits and then you go in line again. Uh, you, you keep following a line and then you get to a certain uh, spot. You stop. You, uh, you take it out. You uh, take your little swab. You swab it around the inside of both your cheeks, the back of your throat, under the tongue, over the tongue. Uh, then you put it in a, a vial. You shake up that vial. You seal it. And you throw it into a bin. And you're gone. The whole thing oh. took exactly one hour. Mm. And it was a piece Including of... Including travel to and from. Well, it's pretty close to our house. So, yes, it all... Oh, okay. it, uh, for us, it was one hour total for everything. Uh, not too bad. Dude, uh... So when when are you meant to get the results back? Uh, they're talking about 2021. So I'm hoping <laughs> that uh, uh, you know what? Let me. Uh, in fact, I'll check my email right now. They say you know they say two to three days, but I did have a friend where it took them five so days. This could to get be a results. real time reveal that oh, you that, are suffering from COVID nineteen. That would be exciting. Uh, yeah. Does it check antibodies too, or just just active? this yeah, one does not check antibodies. I will tell you this: that all of a sudden I'm having an error with my uh, email. I gotta blame the virus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Uh, no, I got passing a playhouse. 
They love my feedback. I'm going to pass on that. And then, uh, no, this other one does not apply to this either. So, But I will keep you posted. If that comes down during the uh, show, I will keep you posted. Uh, on that. That's good Matt. info to have that you, that they didn't do, make you do the, the sinus nostrils thing that we saw from earlier. Yeah, where you got to go way up there. Yeah. yeah. The one where uh, that clip from, was it on John Oliver, the clip of the, where yeah. the, they, the woman was saying it felt like they sort of was. my brain. Yeah. Ugh. Boy, that guy consistent. I didn't see last night's yet, but so I'm going back I, a week of a week ago, just consistently putting out terrific content. Just yeah. so. Speaking of terrific Sunday content, Jimmy. Y- yes. I would assume you've been watching The Last Dance. You know what, uh, John? I uh, got in late, but I am all caught up now. I watched uh, the last two episodes last night. And while I'm not the biggest Bulls fan in the world, I love a great documentary. And this thing is phenomenal. I was talking to another friend of mine who grew up in the Chicagoland area around that time. And we were both saying at how amazing the series is at transporting you back into, for me, that was like right college and out of college in the Midwest. And I was, you know, St. Louis didn't have a basketball team. So I just adopted the bulls because they were awesome and so fun to watch. And looking back at that, series and how unbelievably good Michael Jordan was uh, and how he still, you can tell, is that hyper competitive, crazy person mm-hmm. in the best yes. way. Yeah, he's competitive even in the uh, answering questions. Like he's, <laughs> he's got to somehow win that, which is bizarre. Like, you're just saying hello, Michael. It's, yeah. Uh, are I you liked, watching it, Matt? I like- I, I have, I've only watched three, I think. I'm on, I'm on, I just finished three a couple nights ago. So what, what There's, is it? Is right it over? Around, you probably saw the one then, Matt, the one where he maybe it was two, but I think it might have been three. But where they it's the first time he wins a series mm-hmm. and they beat yes. Cleveland. Yeah. And it's the it's the famous shot of him making the shot and then jumping up in yes. the air and, and yeah. punching the air. And it's yes. just like and, and just the, they cut to to Jordan and they, they said they he goes, they put Craig Elo on me and that was a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. I love that. It's just like, oh man, like, again, these are all professional basketball players and this guy's like, nope. Yeah. Right. Well, Wrong I thought guy. It was interesting that Ron Harper was on the Cavs then because he became yeah. a bull and was, became a bull. He was a bull on in the, in the last, in the 98 series or the playoffs. But, the, but he was ask, asking to guard him. And yeah. they were like, no, we're so putting Elo. And he was Ron, like, all right. Harper had me all game and he was locking me down. They put Elo on me and that. Why did they do that? <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, I also, I, li- I like that he's got a little bit of a gut. Yeah. Uh, you know, you kind of like to see these guys that are, and he probably still is, a, 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 obviously he's amazing, but he probably can go out like right now and beat somebody in a one-on-one game. But he's got a little bit of a, I'm yeah. 50 years old. I've got a gut. I don't have anything to prove. He's got to uh, be 50 plus, huh? Yeah. You think? Let's think. I think he's probably like before. 56. Oh, here we go. Here's there's only one way to solve this. Wait, hold man. on, hold on. Before we get to that, I think there's a there's a point of order that I must do, which is oh, yeah, I yeah. love documentaries. Come and take the time and talk about docs. <laughs> I was gonna do it, uh, Elliot. I have it right here. I no, I. I, I, I want a doc. There you go. Uh, all right, now play the uh, play the what we're gonna uh, yeah. place a bet. Oh, boy. Pour some funny on me. Uh, all right. So here's what, here's the deal. Garen, have you looked up the answer yet? 
I, I have not. All right. Uh, so, uh, John, you are you are our guest. So uh, uh, we're putting in. Now uh, you're from television, and uh, so I hope you're comfortable. We always put in five hundred dollars, <laughs> and the winner gets that. And movies. Uh, and and uh, I, I like to think of you as the small screen guy. I know you've tried okay. to make the well, attempt. Thanks. No, it's great. Thank you. Nah, your your movie I'll got pushed it. back because of this virus. So to me, you're a TV guy. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair um, enough. What uh, and by the way, as as I mentioned the last time we spoke to John, that character in uh, oh, I always get the name wrong. John, what's the name of where you play the guy with the with the Fortniter? <laughs> uh, oh. What's the character's name? <laughs> Laramie Johnson. John. What is it? What's Lar- the character's name? Laramie Seymour Sullivan. Dude. Can I hear a little bit of that, uh, Laramie? Is Laramie is Laramie got- Seymour Sullivan? Oh, <laughs> my Fortniter. <laughs> <laughs> I I tech- underappreciated film, Jim. Underappreciated. One hundred percent agree with you. Ed. But what I, I texted you because we just watched as a family. Oliver wanted to watch Knives Out, and as great as Daniel Craig is, and he's great. There's no question he's great. And I love that movie. I would have loved to have seen John Hamm as Laramie in that role. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he might have gone to school on Laramie, old Dan Craig. I want to uh, say he did. What an unexpected pleasure that movie was. Yes. Yeah. A kind of a throwback to uh, a, a, it's not based on uh, a, a comic book. It's not based on any other material. It's just a like pleasant whodunit with goofball people in it. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I did too. Everybody was great. Uh, I think they're making Knives Out too. I hope so. I, they're probably on standby now, John. Nothing's in production now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you're following the trades. I haven't uh, really been uh, oh. following in the trade, so uh, I, I'm assuming I'm going to go back to work uh, probably next week. So. Oh, yeah, there's no question. Yeah. But you, uh, Once you get your results back, you'll let me know, and then we can I will. shooting. And again, I'll give you an update <laughs> as soon as I get that. Uh, so, John, as our guest, uh, you, um, uh, what, how old do you think Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson, fucking idiot. <laughs> Michael Jordan. He's <What>? Zero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, you win. Everybody give your money to John. <laughs> Oh no! Five hundred dollars because Jimmy. Michael Michael Jordan in 1984 came into the league, so I would have been 13 in 1984. He must have been six or seven years older than me, so I'll say he is 56 years old. 56, uh, Garen. So then you I'm, can look it up. I'm going 54. All right. Wait, how old are you, Jimmy? Uh. What what do we say? <laughs> Give us a range. What do we say? I could play anywhere, John, between uh, uh, uncastable and, and not castable. Um, you're you're, you're fifty three. I'm fifty three years old. Yes. Okay. So that means you graduated high school in eighty six. Eighty four. Eighty five. Eighty four. Eighty four. You were so thirteen you graduated years old. High school. The year Michael Jordan came into uh, the league. And we and that's all we talked about. So I'm wait. What did John? Did you say fifty six? He was. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm going to say fifty seven. Oh, I was so close to being the next person Jimmy was going to talk to. I was. I was, Elliot. I apologize. Sorry. Just just, just for the record, I had written that too. All right. I apologize. I did jump the the line. If you want to take 57, you can take. No, no, no. I I can survive this. If you take Um, mine, though, I'm going to be pissed off. Well, you were going to be last no matter what. It's my fucking show. Maybe I go backwards and say we start over. Last. Let's look around. Uh, let's look around virtually and see whose name is on the uh, on the wall. I just see host of Here. show. Oh, that's me. Look Hi. up there. There, there look we up go. There. It might say Jimmy right. somewhere up there. It says that. You so the question, the question narcissistic becomes. Narcissistic idiot. Got every photo everywhere. <laughs> Making fun of myself, of course. I'll go fifty-eight. Sure, why not? Uh, oh. All right, I'm going to go double nickel. I'm going to go Sammy Hagar. He can't drive Lower. it. 
car shark style. I'm going double nickel. I'm going he can't drive it, but he can live it. 55. Guys, we have a winner. We do have a winner. And okay. someone's going to be upset. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Does Matt win again? Matt keeps winning these I was I was using the things. same logic John was using. If so he was, was I. If he came into the league in 84, then he was 21 years old because he left after his junior year. So that means he's, 50, he's 57, right? As of February 17th, he is 57. Uh, if we'd have shot this a, a couple months <laughs> earlier, pre-COVID, I would have been right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well... Sorry. I also I'm I'm amazed at the the professional athlete's commitment to the cigar. <laughs> they love it, don't they? They love the cigar. Yeah. This entire thing. Yeah. Like, how are you smoking a hundred cigars? I, I kept thinking about is this a rich person thing? Like why why do these guys you know what always it was? have a cigar? Here's what I think it was. You because you you lived through the early nineties. Remember yes, when the cigar bar was a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that was, it dovetailed nicely with that cultural moment of we're fat cats, we're smoking cigars, it's end of the 80s. I really think there was a thing. It was Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger started that, didn't he? Schwarzenegger. I remember one of my first jobs ever when I first moved to LA, I was an extra in the, not even in the movie, in the trailer scene that they were shooting for a movie called Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. You remember it, Schwarzenegger, Sinbad. Sure. Everybody wanted to see this movie. <laughs> uh, and I remember shooting in the Third Street Promenade at, at a toy store in the middle of summer. And we were all dressed in winter gear and there was fake snow everywhere. And it was a thousand degrees. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was they, they opened the doors to the toy store. And we all rushed in to get whatever the toy was that is the... I never saw the film, but I'm sure there was a toy in the movie. Some, uh, some Ultraman uh, or something? Ultraman or something, Ultra- yeah. Yeah. yeah, the 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 whatever version of the Furby that was that year. Yeah, uh, and Schwarzenegger had his chair, and I just remember seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger being like, "Wow, he really is like a cartoon shaped human being." But he had on his chair, attached to the arm of his chair, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, a cigar specific ashtray, one of those mm. like weird long ones with the with the deep hole in it and the long rest for the cigar. And I was like, oh, yeah, wow, he really like commits to the bit, I guess. <laughs> and that would have been 1994 or five. So, wow. so it's right in the heart of the cigar time. Prime time cigarsville. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a place that a friend of mine worked at. Uh, she went to college with another friend of mine. She was one of the first people that moved out here called the, Havana, the Grand Havana Room. That was a big Beverly Hills like cigar bar that you, you had to be a member to get into. And she was like a cocktail waitress there and made like, Five hundred dollars a night, like, Ooh, money wow. that I could never even dream of making. Then, then, okay. now, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, John, you may need yeah. a new agent if that's if you can. You can't dream of that now. By the way, Matt's cash app for that trivia award is my name is Garrett. What's up? I said your cash app for that trivia prize money is my name is Garrett. Okay, so that's where we send our money to? Yeah. Send it to okay. dollar sign that money. Seems, oh, that seems right very weird. Pockets. What a weird handle for that. Uh, yeah. Why would you have that? Know, he's a fan of my writing. You know? <laughs> oh, that's it's true. It's flattering, really. I can't deny it's that. It's flattering, really. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I still owe... Uh, Elliot needs money from last week's uh, thing. And, and then, Jimmy, you and Elliot split $5 yeah. on last week's yeah. trivia. So I, I so that has to be taken care of somehow. We'll take yeah. it. All, all, all bets will be resolved when we're back in the studio. Oh. We could uh, go through that's all of fine. that. 
I was just going to uh, Venmo at you, but no, don't do that. We'll settle every, everything's going to settle up at the uh, when we're back. Uh, I will say the other commitment uh, that you're noticing is the ill-fitting Steve Harvey suits that everybody. Uh, even though they're seven feet tall, that doesn't mean your jacket's got to go to your knees. No. Like they're still like <laughs> you can you can cut that off and have a, a proper sport coat. No, so many buttons. Yeah, a lot of buttons. <laughs> yeah, a lot of buttons. A lot of suits. a lot of a high waist thing. Yeah, got waist neck. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, that was a that was a look. You know, mm. boys to men. Sure. Mm-hmm. They. Uh, but boy, I, I, again, even Elliot and Garen, who are not sports guys in any way, shape, or form, it's a it's a great documentary. It's just a right. great doc. You're seeing human beings discussing and the time. Yes, Steve Kerr, like looking back at Steve Kerr, yeah. uh, and then realizing like, oh, this guy, this guy was kind of a, a, a he was obviously an excellent player, and then he went on to be an excellent coach and win a couple more championships, and also a very outspoken gentleman speaking on the right side of history. Correct. Mm-hmm. Steve Kerr looks good too. He's still got that beautiful head of hair. God good, damn it! Good, good flow with Kerr. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like uh, everybody. John Paxton looks great and his weird. He doesn't have a Bill of body fat on him. <laughs> Bill's mustache is insane. Bill Weddington has that. Elliot's uh, goatee thing happening. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> although apparently, B, apparently BJ Armstrong still has the shirt he wore in '94, and he, uh, he really wants to get use out of that thing. He's the only <laughs> guy that still has a blouse shirt like he's on. Twelve years old. It's <laughs> yeah. fascinating. Uh, it's uh, very exciting. It's it's fun, and I, I caught up last night. Uh, What's uh, the what, how many episodes is it total? Ten. Ten. Oh god. So was it seven and eight were last night? Yeah. Oh, so it's not over yet. Oh, okay. No, next no. week we'll wrap it up. Got it. Okay. Wrap it up. I bet they win. I bet they win. <laughs> I don't know. You want to make a bet? Mm. <laughs> I just said I bet they win. So we. Uh, I'm going to put down a thousand dollars. I don't think they oh, do. Boy. I don't think okay. do. Everything points that they don't. Just because uh, Jordan's so tired. It does seem like yeah, it's the last. Like you know, who knows? Like maybe they're going to win. Maybe they're not. But I, I'm right. going to go with uh, they're going to win. I don't know. Like you say, though, the last dance. They keep harping on him being tired. I don't think they pull it out. But we'll see you next week. I guess. <laughs> I'm interested to see the facts. Uh, hey, we play trivia on this show. Speaking of uh, payouts, uh, so uh, Matt, you got some sort of a theme song for that? Yep. Place your pants when you find out what the category is. Super double trivia. All right. <laughs> what, wait, what, 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 what do you say at the end there? Simply what? Simply time for trivia. Simply time for trivia. All right. Now, listen, John, what you don't know about this is each week since we've been here in quarantine, my son, my 12 year old son, Oliver, uh, has been writing the trivia questions. And uh, he uh, the first two weeks were maybe a little too easy. The last two weeks were a little too hard. Uh, so let's see how he does this week. Uh, they are always vetted through Danielle so that uh, uh, a, another adult has eyes on these. So this week's topic is history. History. Oh, so anywhere from zero to 25 is what we're betting. And John, what you want to do is uh, use a uh, strategy. So uh, I have 25 units of betting. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if you bet if it all I go out you... early, then I'm out early. Correct. And if there's a tie, whoever has the most points left, if we all miss it or if we all get it, uh, then it comes down to strategy on what you bet. That's yeah, gotcha. just one. Just one question. One question. Right. One question. If you, if you bet zero and everybody gets it wrong, you would have 25 points. You'd win. If you uh, bet 25 uh, and everybody gets it wrong, you'd have zero and you'd lose. 
All right. So there's not there's there's one question. That's one it. question. There's a weekly uh, one, trivia one, one, from one, the one, Jeremy Herbal trivia history. tin. I like to say it's herstory, but no, no. Uh, that was in 2016. According Sorry. to a magnet on my refrigerator that I refused to take down. <laughs> um, I also refused to take the H with an arrow off of my uh, my window cling of my car. I am. Uh, refusing to and you've gotten a new car since 2016 so that's you've had to move that i may have had two cars since 2016 (laughs) (laughs) i keep transferring that uh, she won the popular vote and i'm showing my support wait does she actually really have a a herstory sticker or whatever Uh, it was a magnet herstory was made on the night where she then where she got the nomination at the uh why is that which is still true because that's a drag race thing rupaul's used that for years Right, well, spoiler alert. Yeah, great. Gives a <laughs> Sorry, guys. Matt Eisman was on Drag Race this weekend. I don't know if you guys saw that. Karen, that is a very fancy chair that you're in. I like the head support. Thank you. I like the whole thing. Is it a gaming chair? It is. <laughs> okay. Karen, you want to tell them how uncomfortable that chair is? You know what? I had to buy a special pillow. <laughs> for the bottom or for the back? For the bottom. Fair Gets enough. my coccyx all out of whack. That's a bone. That's your tailbone. Yeah, we know, but yep. but we're all children, and we had to all pause because you <laughs> said a funny word. Yep, funny word. <laughs> we all had to pause because cock was involved in some bad. Cock. <laughs> that cock governor of ours wants us to work. They won't let us go to the gym, Jim. Okay. But you I get think. the neck bones, Jim. Jim. I tell you what, it's all coming from the. It's, it's all coming from the Chinese, Jim. That's what I saw. I saw a thing on the YouTube. It's all coming from the Chinese. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Herster, history. History. History is our question. Do we have any 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 kind of a bracket on this history, or is it just general history? Just general history, who, of course, you know I served under in Vietnam. General history. That's right. Good man. Good man. Strong but fair. That's all you ask for in a leader. That's all they want. That was a tough war. Uh, all right, here we go. Here's your question. My son, uh, as uh, I made very clear, uh, I even said to him today, uh, where uh, I, where he wrote something, I said, "Boy, your, uh, I said, boy, your handwriting is is awful." And he just he, like somebody say that, and I'll be and I'll be Oliver's response. So, uh, Matt, go ahead and say, "Boy, your handwriting is awful." Boy, your handwriting is awful. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> that, was, that was my son's response. He's genuinely surprised. I know. I don't. Yeah. I nothing I can <laughs> do about can be, it. Nothing can be done. But <laughs> I can't woo. control these hands. It stinks. <laughs> it stinks. I have had that exact same conversation. Uh, with my son? What the fuck are you talking to my son? No, but <laughs> verbatim, that exact. Your channel is terrible. I, yeah. Yeah, it's Thanks. terrible. I know. We don't do it anymore. Let me ask you question as, as, as uh, the parents in the room, because do they even teach handwriting anymore? No. Why would they? But no, they do in like first and second grade. Uh, you, know, you know how to make letters. Printing. You know they don't, letters they don't teach cursive. Certainly yeah. not cursive. Mm, right. Yeah. Which is weird because you still have to sign your name on the dotted line. Terrence Trent Tarby taught us that. <laughs> he did. Just make, just make your mark. <laughs> just make your mark. That's right. Sign your, all right, here we go. It's all going to be uh, digital anyway. You just do that digital signature. You're all set. Which never looks like anything you intended to be anyway. No, nope. It does for me. I do a nice sign. job. I take my time on that. No, I'm talking about when you like just click a button and then oh. it puts like generic mom's handwriting signature no. onto it. Uh, well, this is not generic handwriting, so there's a very good chance I'm going to say all of these words wrong. Okay. Uh, what popular American brand traded its product to Russia for military equipment and became the sixth most powerful military in the world? What popular American brand traded its product to the Russians... I assume there's supposed to be an S in there. Oh, no, I'm sorry. To Russia, I added a word. This is not my son's fault. 
What popular American brand traded its product to Russia for military equipment and became the sixth most powerful military in the world? I'm going to have to correct my son, by the way. He put IT apostrophe S, and I'm not going to tolerate that bullshit in this house. That's not it is. Mm. What popular American brand traded its product to Russia for military equipment and became the sixth most powerful military in the world? Meaning a popular American brand is the sixth most powerful military. So write your answers down. John, write that down (laughs) as some sort of a piece of paper over there along with your bet. I can't wait to find out why um, an American brand needed military equipment. (laughs) Uh, traded for right that for military equipment okay oh i got i got an idea i have an idea i mean i have a guess but i don't the first half of it i feel very confident in but the military equipment part i don't uh my son mm. is running oliver are you doing jumping jacks what was that was that an earthquake no Nobody's had a couple right? earthquakes recently yeah i don't like that that most put recent my, one, John. My answer in the no, we don't show it. There. Oh, you put it in uh, match game style. Yeah. <laughs> By the that way, most I've, been, recent... I've been wearing out old match games. Yeah, there's uh, a on Amazon. You can watch old match games, and it is oh man, it, it ages very nicely. Here's another one to watch, John. My, my family got obsessed with was Blockbusters with Bill Cullen hosting. Uh, it is a flawless what game show. And what, uh, the, what was the what was the uh, you you've got to get you got to get across the board. You got to right, right, right. One right, team right, goes right. across, one goes up and down, and um, it's just Q and A. But it's uh, it's really good. It's a really uh, well thought out like game. That was the golden age of game shows because yeah. those back then, that, that not only did they have great celeb like the ten thousand dollar pyramid or whatever it was. Gosh, those were so good. Yeah, they're all great. Uh, John, I will tell you this though. Going back to the earthquake, the most recent one, that three point seven that we had. Uh-huh. Uh, was was based in Baldwin Hills, and uh, guess who lives in Baldwin Hills, John? I'm gonna say uh, you, Jimmy. Nope, Arnold Schwarzenegger. But he <laughs> said he was very scared. Uh, it was yes. Uh, so I, I and I can't imagine if it was a seven something. I, I can't see my house making it. Well, it was scary. Live, were you here during the Northridge quake? No, I moved here in '95. I moved here a year later. Right after. Were you here? Anybody? I was not. I moved in 95 no. as well. Yeah, I was here in 96. Uh, but I, by all accounts, that was uh, absolutely terrifying. You yeah. know, it's uh, Paul Gilmartin. Uh, we'll talk about it all the time that it's the most scared he's ever been in his life. And he would talk about it like he still talks about it like he's never and it, to where like he's got PTSD. Like, yeah, he does. I think. Uh, and, and I understand it now because, again, this three seven was the biggest one. Uh, that I've been through that rattled the house in such a way. It's like, I can't, I, I was scared from that. I can't imagine what those people went through. Like that had to be, obviously there's the worst things. I remember when I moved out here, I went to my friend's uh, house up in North Hollywood. They lived in an apartment building in North Hollywood. And there was like one of those like hexagonal dumbbells on the floor for, for working out. And I rolled it across the floor to kind of move it out of the way. And it, it rumbled across the floor and, and they all freaked out because they thought it was another earthquake. Really? And I was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, no, it's, it's, it was bad. Like, uh. Do they, this is me being stupid and I, I admit that, but that one, they all, do they ever happen during the day? Like, is there something about the, 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 the temperature or something that they, that most earthquakes occur at night for us? Well, I feel like, remember the one in, uh, during the World Series, that happened during the day. Oh, I guess you're right about that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All 89. right, never mind. I uh, remember watching that live. Yeah, I do too. And and, and the you know Al Michaels or Bob Costas or whoever going like ah we uh 
we just had an earthquake. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. uh, but that was the eighties. That was a different time. I don't think they happen in day anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think the 90s, just like grunge came in and so did the daytime earthquake. It got rid of <laughs> hair bands and daytime earthquakes. That's it. Uh, that's what the Nirvana really had a strong. Uh, here's a fun piece of trivia. Uh, I was at the funny bone in Schaumburg, Illinois. We were getting ready for an open mic uh, and we were watching the game weird. and the, uh, the earthquake hit. And then we did our show. And I remember going on stage and saying, hey, there was that earthquake and the coverage has lasted longer than the earthquake. I somehow thought that was a joke. I thought that would get a laugh, and there's not even there's not even a funny fucking word in there. Like what? What? I don't know what. What did I expect from that? Well, like, it's all in delivery. No, I can tell you it didn't. Well, I didn't do it that night. Then I can tell you that <laughs> it was like it was. Also, one of those- I'm sure. Like I'm sure that you know you didn't realize because information didn't travel the way it travels now. That how devastating that earthquake right. was. That's true. So like, it was like ha ha California earthquakes. It's like <laughs> a person making jokes about smog. You're right. You're right. Um, uh, boy, I wish I had a video of that night. It would be fun just to who, see. Do you that. remember who else was on the uh, on the lineup that night? Uh, uh, my friend uh, who was also my wedding party, and uh, will be on Never Not Funny hopefully soon. Uh, Pete Schwaba. Uh, I don't know if you ever met Pete. Uh, uh, Jimmy Dore, Mike Siegel, Jimmy like Dore. all the guys that I uh, kind of started with. We were all there that night. Um, was Earthquake Schomburg. Uh, earthquake was there. The African American <laughs> comedian Earthquake was there. That's how he got his name. Yep. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't believe there was a single African American on that show because uh, uh, nor in the audience. Yeah. Nor in the neighborhood. Nope. Schomburg. <laughs> Schomburg. Schomburg. Uh, all right. So uh, there's our questions. All right. Let me hit it. Let me go around the horn here. How are we doing on time? Match? I take let's, another break. Yeah. Let's here, take a quick or? break. Yeah. Okay. We'll take another break. John Ham is here. He's taking time away from not promoting uh, Top Gun Two. We'll be back. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. John Hamm, not on social media, good for him, but he is on uh, a TV show. He was on a TV show called The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which I'm sure you watched and enjoyed quite a bit, as I did. And he's going to be on this new uh, Kimmy Schmidt-related thing that's uh, going up on Netflix this Friday, if, if it's not up already. Uh, it's called Kimmy vs. the Reverend, and it's some sort of an interactive type uh, thing that uh, sounds very cool and interesting. So check out Kimmy vs. the Reverend. It's called Un- uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, colon, Kimmy vs. the Reverend on Netflix. Netflix. Uh, Never Not Funny still on Twitter at Never Not Funny. Jimmy's at Jimmy Pardo. Elliot is on Twitter at Elliot Hochberg. And uh, he is back to doing that. So check him out there. And Garen is at My Name is Garen. Speaking of Elliot, though, he uh, did some voiceover work for uh, a friend of ours, Natalie Baseman. Uh, I don't know if you know her name, but uh, she is Matt Donaher's girlfriend. And uh, she did a show on the internet called uh, Natalie's Kitchen Show. And Elliot did some voiceover work for that. So check that out at natalieskitchenshow.com. That's the place to find that. If you're looking for other video content on the internet, uh, you can always watch clips of Never Not Funny. And those can be found at youtube.com slash never not funny. Enjoy. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very never not funny. Very brand. organic. Very uh, organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now. 
to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure from longtime listeners know that you love the. I opera. want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you, so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Uh, listen, this is, you you know this. Uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Yeah, they got all this, all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2611. John Hamm is here. I made a joke at his expense as we went out of the last segment about Top Gun 2, which has been pushed back, John. Is that confirmed? It has indeed. It's been pushed back to the Christmas time of 2020, this very year. So why not uh, why not go uh, go see a movie during Christmas with your family? And if you're going to do that, why not let it be Top Gun 2, Top Gun Maverick? I can guarantee that I will be there. I, I love that first one, and I, uh, I like everything I see about this second one. I don't care for one of the supporting actors, but otherwise, I think this thing is top notch. Looks great. Christmas time. You're talking about me, right? Jimmy? No, no, it's Top Gun, Jimmy, not Top Notch. It's called Top. No, I'm going to go top. see Top Notch. I'm going to go see oh. Top Notch, uh, Maverick. <laughs> yeah, no, that's top a different notch. movie. Yeah, it's about a guy that makes ladders. You're going to love it. <laughs> this guy is. It's a documentary about a ladder maker, and uh, for some reason, I got supporting Just, characters. By the way, if a, if a if a barrel maker is a Cooper, 
What do we think a ladder maker is called? Well, I didn't know a barrel maker was a cooper until I'm going to uh, call it 45 <laughs> seconds ago, and that even seems long, too long. Yeah. Uh, you could shave 40 I'll, off that. Yeah, I don't know. Why, why would I pick 45? I don't know. What a fucking idiot I am. I know how it time works. just happened. Jim. Because you <laughs> love Trump. I literally, oh, because I love what? You love Trump. That's why you picked 45. I love 45. Trump and that one uh, game that uh, Jordan wore 45 for the game. Yeah. Uh, no, that was a whole season, half a season at least. That was, oh, it was, that was when he I came back. It was with the Washington Wizards. Uh, no, no, it was, it was when he, you know, he went to to play baseball and failed. And oh, when right. he came back for the end of that 95 season, I think it was. Yeah, that he had to have a different number for some reason, right? But this, yeah. according to this documentary, like he took 23. Right, yeah. But he, well, he explained that it was his first number and he, he felt the 23. You'll see it in the documentary. Matt, I think it was just one game based on this documentary. That's how it looked. Oh, really? I thought it was, yeah. I, my memory was that it was the rest of the regular the season. Of that season. But then maybe he, in the playoffs, he switched back to 23 or something. You will see the documentary. The documentary right. will walk it all. My through memory is shoddy. The memory will walk it all through for you. All right. Um, uh, all right. Let's go around the horn. Let's check in with the pop culture beast. He's down there. That's Garen Cockrell uh, sitting in Van Nuys, California. Sherman Oaks. Uh, no, it's not Sherman Oaks. Not, nothing. Not Google maps, <laughs> ways. Nobody <laughs> says you live in Sherman Oaks except for you. It's 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 Van Nuys and your apartment building shape says Van Nuys. That wouldn't be built in Sherman Oaks. They wouldn't allow that. There's not a balcony. Oh, I must spit up my water. <laughs> Gonna be all right. Yep. Do the Hamlet. What about a Hamlet? <laughs> you want a Hamlet? You want a Hamlet? <laughs> do, you need a, do you need a soliloquy from Hamlet? <laughs> you want something like that? Anybody? Anything else to make fun of Jimmy? <laughs> to or be Hamlet. or not to be? <laughs> that is the question. Uh, or Marvin Hamlet. Let's go along with that. Okay. Uh, the entertainer, uh, Elliot, I'm yes. going to check in with Garen first. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> As you were already doing. <laughs> I, I said the wrong name and saved it in a poor way. Um, uh, Garen, uh, I, I'm going to need your answer here, sir. Uh, what do you got? History. And then the question, of course, is a reminder, if you're joining us late, if, you, if you've just joined us, the question is, what popular American brand? traded its product to Russia for military equipment and then became the sixth most powerful military in the world. By the way, I'm told at some point that I need to maybe ask my son uh, uh, to explain this to us so or, or something. I forget what he told me uh, that he, he might need him. Uh, I want to know how he came across this particular piece of information. Yeah. Um, I, if I know of anything about my son, it was probably a reference in The Simpsons or Family Guy or Bob's Burgers. And then he it makes him think of something and then he looks into it. That's my guess. Everything's pop culture. Uh, Appreciate the diligence. Uh, he, I will tell you this. I, I don't want to say it too loud. He looks forward to writing this question every week. It's so important to him. He loves it. Um, he comes up with great questions. Uh, he's got. That he's already got question. one for next week. He's a, he came up with one for, uh, uh, but it was a, a pop culture. And I said, you know what? I don't want to do two pop cultures in a row. I also don't like knowing the, uh, I like being surprised along with you guys as to what everything's going to be. And uh, that one, I saw a sneak peek of what it was, and I felt guilty uh, knowing. So know this. Next week will be pop culture, guys. Know that. <laughs> and and you have a leg up on us because you already know. I've, I already know the question and I know the answer. So I have a little <laughs> bit of a leg up. On Wait, that's, a, so, that's two seems legs up. Seems actually. unfair. That's a, yeah, that's yeah but that's how it works, climbing. man. Uh, so, Garen, uh, what's your answer? My show, uh, my rule. That's right. <laughs> suck it. Wee. This is a, cr- a weird, crazy question. I have no idea. All right. But I'm going to shoot for the moon and say it's Halliburton. Interesting. That's like the logic. I oh, like yeah, the, the logic. Po- call that a the very popular, popular yeah. brand. I don't know how popular I, I, they are. I, I don't even know what, how that 
popular American brand equates to having a the sixth most powerful military. Yeah. I will tell you, growing up in the south side of Chicago, we would always go, you know, Coke or Pepsi or Halliburton. We would talk about the <laughs> most popular brands. So that makes sense, Garen. Really How did does. Halliburton taste? Hey, you, you can't uh, have a cola war without <laughs> Halliburton. Oh, that's right. That's you know what, Garen? You might be on something with this answer. <laughs> I apologize to you and the Cheneys. I didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, boy, oh boy, we would talk about Halliburton all the time. We'd go, "Hey, did you get the new Springsteen? Fuck that noise! I want to talk Halliburton." That would be the conversation <laughs> around our house. Uh, all right, well, Halliburton, uh, there. All right, let's check in with the audience of one. He's over there at the Video Village Hello. in Palms, California. That is mm-hmm. uh, the uh, parted to his uh, right Wait, did hair. Did we make our bets on how much we bet? You reveal after we get the answer. You should have already written it down prior to the question. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Elliot, uh, what are you going with here? All right. So um, my logic was I remember in the 80s uh, that uh, blue jeans were a big deal in the Soviet Union, that uh, people were very excited about them. I do not know how that connects with military hardware, but I'm going with Levi's. I'll be honest. I had that same turn of thought. Uh, I had that uh, thought as well. Me too. uh, It makes no sense that Levi's. It makes no sense, but I didn't have any better answer. Yeah. I will tell you, I thought about it. I didn't write it down because it did, uh, because of uh, what you just said. It breaks down in the sense. second phase. I yep, I agree yeah. with that. You know what also breaks down in the uh, even before the first phase? Halliburton. So <laughs> things break down, but people still write them down. It came out of the gate broken. <laughs> right. We had to shoot had that to... on the track. That's how bad that answer was. Oh, no. I guess you guys uh, don't remember the, when uh, Levi's invaded Panama. That was a big uh, deal. Well, that is where all the cotton is, apparently. Yeah, Ken Nordine narrated it. <laughs> Ken Nordine, what a great pull. Is that the guy that does the... Uh, uh, what, what does he Spoken do? word. That's Spoken right. word. But, but why, was, why is he in the... Uh, why was he in the pop culture for a while? Because uh, he, he did Levi's commercials. Oh, Remember those right. like trippy, I was walking through the thing. And I did, blah, blah. Was That's Levi's right. Thank app. you. All right. Uh, are they a St. Louis? They're not a St. Louis brand. Levi's? Levi's Levi Strauss? San Francisco. San Fran, Levi's. baby. Hey, John, go back to something you said before. Uh, do they have one now? And if not, why not? Does St. Louis, I don't follow the NBA. Why does St. Louis not have a uh, basketball team? It seems like it's a big enough city for such. Great story, Jimmy. I believe there's a 30 for 30 about this, but there oh. was a franchise. There were two franchises in St. Louis, NBA franchises, actually ABA franchises. One was the St. Louis Hawks that were then moved to Atlanta, became the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. The other was the spirit of St. Louis. And mm. of course, after Charles Lindbergh, famous racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his, his, air, his airplane that Perfect. flew solo across the Atlantic, the spirit of St. Louis. Um, th- that team, when the ABA and the NBA merged, um, they, they ga- only could bring along so many teams. And there were you know, the Kentucky Colonels and all these like ABA teams that you've never heard of. Um, the somehow the St. Louis franchise was incorporated into the NBA, but they were not brought in as a team. So that the the owners of that of that franchise were basically equity holders in the NBA, but they did they had no overhead. They owned one thirtieth of the revenues wow. of the league with no team. Whoa! Wow, that's in perpetuity. awesome. So basically they would get a fifty some odd million dollar when the NBA became as big as it got in the 90s and 80s and 90s they would get this enormous check and eventually i think they finally made they, they finally cut them out of that deal but only relatively recently i think wow. by the 2000s hmm. it's like a weird there's a i have a book about it God, it'd take me forever to find it but 
it's a uh, it's a pretty interesting story. I think they did do a thirty for thirty about that. I will uh, look that. I bet you somebody uploaded it to YouTube. That's an internet uh, site where you know, they, people have videos and that sort of thing. So I would imagine YouTube. I can find it there. Hmm. Um, that must yeah, be uh, that's a good that's a useful tool to have videos all in one place, and you can just hmm. you can just search it. One stop shopping, yeah. and it's and it's like everything. Amazon, you guys, videos. it's it's yeah. like to John's point, it, you can get music videos there. You can get like informational. You can get instructional. Mm-hmm. In addition to like movies and TV shows, like it's really neat. You Hold can, on though, Jimmy, do they have videos of people eating noodles? Because that's actually all I care about. You're gonna love it. Then this they, is the site for you. They do have that. Yeah. Oh, what is, what like, a weirdly specific you, thing. I'm surprised they have that. If you're like kitty cats and running around in a room, slash noodles. <laughs> that's what you're going to love it. This thing is free. This thing is great. Anyway, and it's and it's spelled just it's, like it sounds. U Y O U tube. Okay. It's one to watch. It's definitely one to watch. <laughs> it is one to watch. I don't know if you guys invest, but I would say get in on this thing early. This Jump is, on uh, it early because I think, uh, oh, I think there was a YouTube turned like 15 or something. Yeah. To this year. Yeah. It launched in and 2005, right? Oh, goodness. I think so. Uh, the first video uploaded to it was, but it you was know, I worked with, uh, there's awesome. a, I, I, I'm going to, I'm not going to remember his name, a comedian. I think his name is Kevin Shea. Is that the comedian's name? That is his a college roommate started YouTube. Whoa. And oh, uh, wow. Kevin used to always joke like, here I am making 10 bucks talking about my dick. And, uh, and he made YouTube buy me a castle. That wasn't Kelvin. You was it? Uh, uh but I don't know. YouTube? No, it was it was Francisco Tube. It was the other guy. <laughs> I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer to that. I don't understand your humor. I don't understand Francisco how I'm getting insulted. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, you know, I actually was thinking about that recently, like that YouTube started the year before we started Never Not Funny. And I was like, man, we why? like at the time we were like, let's start a podcast. If we had just been like, let's just do this podcast in front of a camera, then we could have been in early on the YouTube thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could be Tyler Oakley right now. But we didn't monetize even monetize that. Yeah. Huh? Monetize. Blew it. About an amazing race. You guys so, could have had the sixth largest army in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Hey shit! It just dawned on me. You know what? It is? It's Kiss. They've got the sixth oh, biggest army yeah. in the world. Popular I, I American. Five. Yeah. They're oh, you think it's top five? five. Kiss Army sense. is in the top five for That's sure. A good no point. question about good it. Point. There's no question at all. Of course the. Uh, God of Thunder is who I serve. Sponsored by L'Oreal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy. What? Before you get on to the next thing, I tried not to look exa- up. Not I exactly tried to, with you, by the way. Uh, so you asked about Cooper and who makes ladders. I don't think there's somebody who specifically makes I ladders. I'll tell you this. I did not ask. I did not <laughs> well, ask. Who asked? Was it, was it John then? John. No, it was friend of the show, John Hamm. Yeah. Uh, very good. Well, I wasn't able to find that. I don't think there, I think it was just like a carpenter. But this is interesting, I feel like. Uh, looking at a list of, of like historical British jobs. A, leg- a ledger demonist, demonist. Uh, I thought it might be something that has to do with accounting or something like that. No, it is a person who practices or performs sleight of hand. A ledger demonist. Yeah, ledger domain okay. is another word for magic. Ma- magic oh, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I thought that was. Also, I thought that was. We would cool. also take prestidigitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Prestidigitist. Oh, look at you guys with your words. Um, fun. All right, Matt, what's your guess here? We're looking. Uh, well, we, we got Halliburton. We got Levi off the table. <laughs> I, I also wrote down Levi's, but I'm wondering, what, what is the rule here? Like, can I, it doesn't seem fair that I could change my answer. No, no it does not seem fair. Of course if you not. have that, if that's what you wrote, then that's what you got. Yeah, because I, You're allowed I, to change it in the, in, the, in the band letter game on the other episodes. Right. But, uh, here, you write down you your answer. You break it, you bought it. Right, so I, I'm going with Levi's. I had some thoughts about like General Motors or Ford or something, but, uh, but yeah, mm, or those like are also good thoughts, or like even Hummer. But Hummer, I don't know if that's its own brand. 
or it is a brand, uh, but I don't know. It if it's is, its own but that company. would have been uh, wholly owned and operated by General Motors. Right. Right. Yeah. And then prior to General Motors, it was there was another company, General Something. I don't remember what the other word was. <laughs> General Mills. Oh boy, uh, very. If you're looking for bland American cereal, General. that's your brand. <laughs> if you want, you got it. You go General Mills. All right, Kellogg's. I, I feel good about Levi's guys. I'm, I, I don't want right. to change it. I All think right. I feel All like right. the they don't they have an army we don't even know about. <laughs> it's amazing. You two wrote army? it down, and I definitely thought about it. So it's interesting that Levi's crossed all because of our we heads. all yeah. well, that's because of Russia and the eighty. Like yes, there was yeah. there was a thing of like a, you know there was that urban myth of like if you took a, a, a trunk full of Levi's to Moscow mm-hmm. in 1984, mm-hmm. you could make a million dollars. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. And, a, and also a six pack and of Coca Cola in jail, <laughs> <laughs> right? And have that money taken from you uh, by, by the way, government. Has anybody been following these these stories out of Russia? Which is like they're just pushing people out of windows. It's bananas, right? What? Wait, what? No, I haven't heard this. Yeah, it's go ahead, John. So anybody that dares speak out against the Russian government's impeccable handling <laughs> of the COVID crisis is summarily pushed out a window. Like, oops, another person fell to their death that happened to be talking about uh, how there's not enough Ugh. PPE and stuff. Oh, my God. Jesus. It's oh, crazy. These are doctors. Yeah. And they're oh, doctors. And, yeah. Physicians, people that are helping. Push. Nope. Crazy. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you see that over there? I don't see that. <laughs> awful makes you miss the days of poisoning soup that's what they that's what they used <laughs> right? to do stabbing somebody with an umbrella yeah. <laughs> as a reminder i opened up for poisoning soup uh, back at the uh uic pavilion in chicago i will say but when, but when you were talking earlier perfectly circular muffin is the band that you never wanted to see rusted root <laughs> Another band I never want to see. So there's a lot going on <laughs> yeah. in that show. I'm going to avoid. Uh, John, uh, don't uh, do not give us your bet yet. Uh, who is the popular brand? What do you think it is? I wrote Jimmy. I wrote General Motors. General Motors. I like that answer. Uh, I, mean, I, I will not share my bet, but uh, I, I wrote uh, General Motors. I, f- I felt like that a they're a relatively popular brand, at least in the consciousness. B they would make something that the Russian government would need, an engine, mm-hmm. a car, some kind of flange. <laughs> uh, and so I thought, well, that's a goods and services. And I wouldn't be surprised if someone was like, yeah, they got a bunch of like tanks and stuff uh, sitting out in a, in a field in northern Michigan. My other thoughts were Coca-Cola yeah. for some reason in the same 80s right. Russia trade reference. And I thought about Levi's too, but then I was like, there's no way they have an army. You guys have a and then I thought Kiss, because Kiss Army. Salute the star. Salute the general. Salute uh, your shorts. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I love every word of it. The Nickelodeon show. Mm-hmm. Salute your shorts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course. Was it, was it located in a camp or something? Is that right? Really? Yeah. They raised the flag. The shorts were on the flag. Salute ah. the shorts. I don't know. It, it seems like something Oliver would have watched for one episode and then found the kids annoying. I think it was on in bailed. the early 90s. I early see. days yeah, that's, of Nickelodeon. That's my generation show. Terrestrial Nickelodeon. Talking about <laughs> my generation. All right, here we go. My bet, and you won't be able to see it because I, I got it on green here. Uh, I have GM written down. I wrote down GM. Also General Motors. Okay. For General Motors. Again, I thought of Levi's and went with General Motors. We got two uh, Levi's, two GM's, and a Halliburton. 
I, yeah. with, with all this logic, I'm just going to throw out, I think General Electric isn't a bad thought uh, either, because they make engines. Bit. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Still don't know why any of these companies would have an army. Uh, it's going to be well, interesting maybe, to find out. Again, I could bring young Oliver into the mix, and he, maybe he can give us uh, some answers. Uh, where's, wait, where's the answer? Where do we reveal our bets? Uh, we, so I give, we, I'm going to give you the answer. answer. We'll see who's going to right and who's wrong. Uh, and then the bets come into play. So here we go. Well, this and, is good, very exciting because it could there could be two people, yeah. two versions yeah. of two people getting it right, and then it all comes down to the bet. That's right. And, yeah. we, and John, we certainly know one of us doesn't have a chance at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, of one, of, one, of, one of these answers is ridiculous. One of these things is not like the other. Should we tell you have, Eric? Might, like you literally might as well have said Pez. <laughs> <laughs> the Russians love Pez. a tiny I mean, candy it is out of a Russia, neck. so that might. Well, they like the Russian thing because you—it's like breaking somebody's like breaking neck, neck every time. Like it's just. <laughs> <laughs> you just need your candy and paper we, I, we break a neck i feel oh like we need God. to tell john about the the wrestling question though just so he understands oh, how yeah. impossible these Iron guys cheek? uh okay Re, what, the, the gist of the question was uh this politician this is also made by oliver this is uh, also written this by is oliver. Oliver and oliver question okay. yes. uh this politician was inducted into the wrestling hall of fame in 1992 uh, after having been undefeated in oh yeah some, and it listed, several hundred uh, yeah, three, matches yeah 300 wins and you know whatever uh any thoughts he, wait the politician was also a wrestler yes that is, is correct he, and he had a lot of wins yes mm -hmm. and inducted in 1992 into and the wrestling not, hall of fame it's not iron the iron sheet <laughs> no <laughs> it is not I, I, uh, I have no idea i will tell uh, you this that uh, who was the guest that day Remember? Uh, uh, was that Gil Martin? No. No. Jean no. All five. All five of us guessed the same thing. Yeah. Which was uh, the governor of uh, Minnesota. We all guessed oh, Jesse yeah, Ventura. Uh, uh, yeah, Jesse Ventura. And yeah. we were all wrong. Yep. The answer, John, is Abe Lincoln. Um, <laughs> we all. All of our brains went to the you what? know fake wrestling. He was a wrestler back in the day. Legit. Uh, legit. Actual wrestler. wrestler. He was a wrestler. He was a wrestler. Uh -huh. That's right. Did he wrestle bears? Uh, I, 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 we did not uh, dive that deep into it. We, we just <laughs> by the way, that's uh, that's pretty. That's just another notch in his uh, a feather in his cap, so to speak. Mm. I, I would not want to take hat. on uh, Old Hickory. That's not his nickname. Honest Dave. He's right there. Yeah, but uh, didn't he have another one? There was another. The rail splitter. <laughs> Is that what it was? I believe so. That was his wrestling you know, move. That's what he did to his opponent. The rail splitter. <laughs> You know, one time I put a feather in my cap and I gave it a name. What was it? Yeah. Macaroni. Oh. The cap or the feather? I put a feather in a cap and called it uh, the feather, I guess. Okay. Or is it my name in the cap? Well, or I put a feather if, in his cap. If the right. cap is the last thing, then, then the cap would be called macaroni. But The rail right, splitter. Here, here we go. I'm going to give you guys your answer. And uh, I will tell you this, that none of us are correct. <laughs> none of us are correct, but it's funny. Ooh. We danced around the answer. We danced around this comedically. Was it mentioned? It was mentioned, but not as an answer. But like it was, it's been yeah, mentioned right. in conversation okay. comedically. I bet it's Kiss. I bet it's Kiss. <laughs> it is Pepsi. Oh, Pepsi. wow. What? Uh, huh. let, me, let me bring young Oliver in. Hey, Oliver. I feel, I feel much better than I did earlier. Albert, because I can't read your Based writing because uh, your word's not mine. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, here, sneak in here and, and walk us through uh, the answer on Pepsi because we never got it. You know John Ham? Do you know John? Yeah. Hi. Oliver. Uh, John Hi, Hamm, Oliver. Nice Oliver. to see you again. I haven't seen you since you were four. Get in here. Hi. Can he hear? Uh, give him an earbud. Oh, okay. Give him an earbud. Oh, oh, 
Uh, here, take the longer one. Okay. Uh, so John and I guessed General Motors. Um, Elliot and Matt guessed Levi Strauss, and Garen didn't know what the question was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just said a word, and uh, he guessed Halliburton. Disconnected. <laughs> um, and then you, and so we jokingly. We were saying about the Coke and Pepsi wars, like we were joking about it being one of those. And so, uh, so please explain to us why it, uh, why and how it's Pepsi. Okay, so in 1959, um, Eisenhower was talking to the leader of Russia at the time and Russia's like government um, about why capitalism is better than communism. Uh, Nixon, Richard Nixon, was his um, vice president, and he got into a very heated debate. Um, so to calm them all down, um, Eisenhower brought in the president of Pepsi, and he gave them each a Pepsi, and Russia was like, we love this Pepsi stuff. So then they made a deal that they would give them, like, we, they would give us some, they would give Pepsi high quality, like, the best vodka, because they're Russia, uh, and then they would get Pepsi um, in late 1980s the contract expired uh between the trading of the vodka and the pepsi and pepsi no longer wanted vodka they have an they had enough so <laughs> russia was like well we we need our pepsi uh so they decided to give um like tanks and boats and destroyers and all that stuff uh yeah uh it is no longer the number sixth uh, military but at for a short period of time at that time it was Oliver, in your wow. research, where did the KISS Army come in? Were they uh, <laughs> up or down? Get your head in here so people could see it. Uh, by the way, uh, can we all agree that uh, Oliver's explanation of that was very drunk history style? Like, <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like bananas. For sure. Um, but what, So what did, the, what did Pepsi do with all this military equipment? Did yeah, they but, just sell it? Um, I don't know. I haven't been able, because I had to get the question down fast. I haven't been able to do all the research I wanted to do. Uh uh, they probably donated it to our actual military because mm-hmm. what are they going to do with it? Right. Right. Well, they were involved in a very, very uh, costly cola war at the time. <laughs> right. so. They're going to take our sea out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think Diet Right's got a chance against this army? No, uh, sir. Uh, Nehi never had a chance. Nehi has got no. You think Shasta's going to play? <laughs> <laughs> the only one that could maybe go with them is, is Fago because they have all the juggalos. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's a very large army. It's a posse. It's a posse. And they're, they're insane. insane. And they're clowns. They're nuts. <laughs> uh, anything more? Uh, no, I mean, that's all I have. You got to go back. Oh, you're done with school. Yeah, I am done with school. All right, Scram. All right, bye. Oliver Griffin. All right, thank, thank you. Thank you, Oliver. Thanks, Oliver. Thanks for the question. No problem. I do great, know what happened to that. Great question. You guys want to know. The kid's great with the questions. Yeah. Wait, Garen, what'd you say? I have the information as to what happened to that. Don't you don't, don't contradict my son. If you fucking contradict my he's son. Not, he's right. adding. He's adding. I have the, I you contradict him. I'm Pepsi's coming to Van Nuys. <laughs> well, I know what happened to Pepsi's army is my. Oh, what? So what happened? What happened? They sold the fleet to a Swedish company for scrap recycling. Oh, huh. by the way, reduce, reuse, recycle. Attaboy, good job, Pepsi. I think they probably should have taken out Coke first, but you know, whatever. Yeah. They never had a chance. I bet no. Coke's sitting on a stockpile of uh, military nuclear weapons that nobody knows about. <laughs> There's no question. Coke's yeah. out of that. And you know, you know they what? Got a, they got an underground bunker in Atlanta that they can, they can pull anything out of there and they can, they'll knock down any fake sixth army. Now, Laramie, does Laramie ever go down to uh, Atlanta? That seems like a spot that he'd uh, be popular in. 
Let me see more Sullivan. Yes, he go down he to Atlanta at all. He is from the great state of Mississippi. I understand that, so but I would see him going to. No, I would see he, him. It's not not part of his route. He is more <laughs> in the western United States. I see. He'll go all the way up to Oregon or, 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 or Washington. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mostly on that side of the Rockies, but uh, yeah. God, that's a great movie. You Such a great get, movie. Can't get enough of it. I can't. Oh, hang on. Have we got more information? <laughs> hang on. We, we got an update. Uh, Maybe is it what? It, uh, Garen just gave us some information. What are you adding to it? Come on in, quickly, quickly now, son. Father Nature. <laughs> uh, so I just uh, did a quick more research, and I uh, found out that they actually sold it to a. They didn't use it at all. They sold it to a Swedish re, uh, recycling scrap company. Okay. All right. Did you already? Know I did that? get that. Garen is Garen's on the internet. Uh, come on, son. Don't embarrass me like that. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing Gar- the, uh, uh, Oliver probably still looked that up faster than Garen. It's just it took him longer to come into the <laughs> to room. Run, to, to run back you. into the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we all got it wrong, which means it, it goes to the bet. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Where did I, I threw mine away. Damn it. Jimmy, one rule. Don't throw I, your. Don't, throw, don't ride on green. Two rules. Don't <laughs> yeah, ride on I, green. Get some new post its, man. Don't throw it away. I got you know, I fear that if I went to buy post-its from Amazon, or I guess I could have got them at Target when I went yesterday. You know what you need, Jimmy? A buck slip. What? What? You need a buck slip. Yeah. That's a great I, thing to write on. It's this right. thing. It's, it's shaped what, like this. Um, all right. Well, somebody order me those and send them to me. <laughs> uh, here's mine. Oh, there I am. Lord. Oh, weird. That's uh, crazy. All right. What did everybody bet? Garen, what, uh, uh, what'd you get with? I went 12. Uh, 12 the dozen. Dirty. Elliot. There's a million. Five. Oh, okay. Five? <laughs> yes. Five for Elliot. Matt. I've, I bet 11. 11. Yes. Right? The lazy baker. John. Zero. Ah! Zero. Doesn't trust anything. Doesn't trust his knowledge of history, even though he's a sharp man. Uh, I don't know why that guy showed up. Um, and I went with seven. So John Hamm wins five bucks. John, we'll send that to you when we're out of quarantine, when we settle everything up back at the studio. I just feel good that I would have beat Matt. That's all I care about. <laughs> I know. You have some weird... I think weird... you did beat Matt. If we're going down the... the yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. You're, yeah. You're obsessed with this for some reason. I, I think this is the first time the guest has actually won. Yeah. I think is that it? may be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. But not, not from right. knowledge. It wasn't. It was uh, just uh, <laughs> no, it's, smart it's, betting. It's uh, betting on everyone else's lack thereof. By the way, Jimmy, I looked it up. It was uh, Andy Daly was on the week that we had the uh, Abe Lincoln right. question. Thank you, uh, Matt, for looking that up uh, and getting back to me. All right, John, we got a scram. Uh, Fellas, what a pleasant way to spend a Monday if, in fact, wonderful. this is coming out on a Monday. Uh, it'll come out, well, we were recording it on Monday. It'll come out uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Speaking and, of Mondays. You don't like them. No, I love them. I'm, not, I'm no Garfield. <laughs> um, I'm no Geldof. I, I, I'm more of an Odie. <laughs> he likes that design. Uh, or does it, the cat does. I don't know. Yes, go ahead. Monday, May 11th, uh, dropping this week the uh, interactive adventures of the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Kimmy versus the Reverend. So it's uh, it's kind of the Bandersnatch style nice. uh, interactive uh, viewing experience. But in the world of Kimmy Schmidt, it is very funny, if I do say so myself. And uh, I think that will be on your streaming device uh, at some point this week. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, So look for that. That's uh, our buddy John Hamm. Uh, John, stay safe. 
You too. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Don't leave us there, though. We're going to say goodbye to you off the air, but uh, let me say goodbye to everybody first. Uh, Matt, Elliot, Garen, great job today. Uh, to the listener, we thank you guys for uh, uh, being with us and supporting us. And uh, as always, I beg of you to stay safe during this. And uh, of course, we'll see you on the other side. On behalf of the Pop Gold's Reach, look at them down there. There's Halliburton's own Garen Cockrell. <laughs> Video Village, that's the audience of one, Elliot Hoper, the honcho back at HQ. That's Matt Belknap, our great friend John Hamm, coming out from wherever he's at, bunker down. Celebrities all are in a bunker somewhere, uh, being safer than the Wouldn't rest of us. Wouldn't it be fun if there were? <laughs> no. Because I'd be excluded. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, uh, stay safe out there. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.